Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. TMS is brought to you daily by the support of our patrons at patreon.com slash TMS, like Zach Grasham, Jeff Jones, and Durog. Coming up on TMS, Death Star technical support. Left ball therapy with Dunaway. How do you herd nerfs? Who's the big fat guy and the skinny guy? You can watch shows with words on the bottom. I'll take whale semen for 400, Alex. Gross. Unaffordable gallons of liquid. Milking the scorpions. Stan Lee defeats the Avengers. Opening the worms of can. Wookie up top. Worn a pair, never owned a pair. Focus on the left ball. Wanted, but not in a poster way, with Tom. We're yeah. going to Foggy Mountain, Charlie, with Randy and Nicole and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Hi, bro. You never seen monitor like this in your life before I have the best portable Arzopa monitor in the world. It's the best because you can take it everywhere and it's very cheap compared to others. It has 140 farts and it's perfect for gaming and all the tasks you want. The quality, it's the best and you can change in settings the quality what you want. Wow, it's crazy. What kind of garbage is that? Oops, my anarchy symbol. The Morning Stream. We're not toys, we're action figures. Hello, everybody, and welcome to TMS. It is the Morning Stream for Wednesday, November 29th, 2023. I'm Scott Johnson with Brian Ebert. Hello. It's hump day, Brian. Get ready to hump. It Let's is. hump. I'm ready to hump. Hump Woo! to hump. I'm going to do the humpty dance. I've got my um, Groucho Marx glasses with the fake nose, mm. and I'm going to uh, be standing in front of Dan Aykroyd in a uh, mock courtroom at some point. Do you know? Okay. You you just thought <laughs> made me think of, of a thing. <laughs> I hope I just made you think of like 11 things. You did. There were about 11 things I, there. I was straddling every pop culture reference but, I could think but of. But one in particular, the Groucho Marx fake mustache and nose thing that, that were, yes. you know, yes, there, was, uh, there was a thing. Ubiquitous back in the, in the day. Yeah, sure. you probably could still go get one. I don't know. Probably. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I assume you could. Probably oh, some story. Yeah. That'd, that'd be a great competition. Mm. You and I, like... Someday we, we, we say, all right, as soon as the show's over, yeah. it's a race to see who can put a photo of holding a pair or wearing a pair of Groucho Marx glasses. Oh, that's fun. That's a, that's a great idea. There's a whole I game like in that somehow we yeah. can do for other stuff, too. I like that. Yeah. Well, uh, anyway, I just wondering, like, do you even remember? Have you? I, I, I don't think I've ever worn the Groucho Marx fake nose glasses thing. Oh, I've, I've worn a pair. I've never owned a pair. 
Okay. Like a Halloween yeah. thing or just like a friend had it or what? I think what? somebody had them and I was like, oh, look, I'm Groucho Marx or I'm in disguise or whatever. It mm. is the it is the goofy, the goofiest, uh, <laughs> uh, goofiest like amalgamation of disguises, glasses, nose, and mustache all in one. It is really weird. It just seemed like <clears throat> had a ubiquitous quality to it. You'd see it in TV. You'd see it in skits yeah. and sketches and... I don't know Halloween, whatever you'd see this thing, yeah. but but I, as much as it felt like it was a part of our, I don't even know why it was part of our culture. Freaking Groucho Marx it was like so weird, yeah, thirty forty years before we were born, <laughs> right? Exactly. But for whatever yeah. reason, it was Marx a thing. Brothers weren't a huge thing uh, in, when we were coming of age in the seventies. No, uh, no. I mean, I remember seeing old movies on like a Saturday afternoon on TV and going, "Well, this is something my grandma was a kid when this happened," and that's about as far as it went for me. Yeah. Those never really made me laugh yeah. either. The Marx oh, Brothers. No, no. Uh, who, yeah, who did find that funny? Like, who put one of those on and uh, to to guffaws from their family members when yeah, they put it on? There's stuff in there that's yeah. entertaining. I'll give them that. But I'm never yeah. laughing. And same with the, I never found the Three Stooges, like, funny. Mm. I found them mm-hmm. entertaining. Again, it's just like yeah. mildly like, oh, that guy slapped him. That's mm. kind of, I don't know why you do that, but okay, cool. And, and whatever. But then I never found any of that era stuff funny, except I thought that, um, uh, oh, shit, who's the who's the scamp? I can't think of his name. Oh, Charlie Chaplin. Charlie Chaplin actually made me laugh. Oh, really? As a kid. Yeah, see, uh, yeah, you know what? I'll take, I, I would agree with that, uh, the second part of that. I think uh, there are things I've seen in Three Stooges that are funny, and I'm trying to remember. It was a, <laughs> there was a music video that basically was music just overlaid with... Um, uh, Marx Brothers comedy and their mm. physical comedy at times was really funny. Mm. I did watch A Night at the Opera thinking that uh, you know there has to be something about this that inspired Queen to name their album uh, after their movie and, uh, and as well as Oh, I didn't know that. That's news yeah. to me. That's Yeah, cool. Night at the Opera and A Day at the Race is two Queen albums. The Queen album that has Bohemian Rhapsody is A Night at the Opera and um, uh, they took the name from I believe from the they had to have taken it from the Marx Brothers film because they the second the, the follow up album was another Marx Brothers title. That's wild! I didn't know that they were fans, I guess, or something. I guess, yeah. Duck Soup, Monkey Business are the ones I need to see. All right, okay. Yeah, Duck Soup's really Duck good. Soup. It's pretty good. I don't. Again, I never found any of it laugh out loud funny, but it's entertaining. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to. I was more of a. I was more of a. Um, <laughs> It's the big fat guy and the skinny guy. What's wrong with me? Abbott and Costello. No, the other one. The other one. Oh, TMS. No. <laughs> wait, wait. Which one's which? Um, no, what's what am I wrong with? Laurel and Hardy. Jeez Louise. Oh, Laurel and Hardy. Sure, yeah. That stuff used to crack me up as a kid. I may not laugh today, yeah. but at the time, I thought that I thought that shit was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, we're done talking about old shit now. We're talking about new stuff. <laughs> Let's move on to new shit. Let's talk about new shit. <laughs> Uh, we're all glad you're here. It's a Wednesday. We got all kinds of stuff. Pretty sure Nicole's back with us today, so that'll be good. Yeah, she. I think so. She. Um, her recommendal was just basically saying that she hadn't seen one of our recommendals. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I think we it's the same gotten, one she's had. Oh, for she has three one. Weeks right, she has one that she's been holding on to. Yeah, I see it. Okay. Yeah. So I, I capped from that. I hope that's still the one she's I hope doing so. today. Yeah. Um, and it looks good. That movie. I yeah. kind of want to see it. Or is it a series? Yeah. I don't actually know. I, I don't know. I, uh, I know it's movie. been it's been uh, on Tina's and my list as well. Yeah. You know, I've been watching. Uh, I'm, this isn't going to be a recommendal, although I'm not. 
I'm not. Uh, so there's a part of me that's embarrassed that I'm watching it, or not embarrassed, but like, ooh, this sounds. It feels juicy. guilty, pleasurey. But I am watching that um, Netflix uh, Squid Game reality show. Oh yeah, four episodes in or something. Like five. That. Basically, they released the first five episodes, and I'm I'm almost. I think I'm probably about halfway done with the fifth episode, and then yeah. then in a couple of weeks they'll release the next batch. Um, obviously, it's tone deaf because it's. Uh, you know, the whole point of the Squid Game series, fictional series, was that it's anti-capitalism and there's these big fat cats, big wigs, who are uh, taking advantage of these poor people who will do anything to get money to be able to survive. And so it does, you know, they basically put them through these hellish concerts or, or contests. Mm. Concerts. <laughs> You're going to watch Smash Mouth. <laughs> that sounds like a hellish concert. No! Yeah. <laughs> no, it's hellish. I can't go. <laughs> Can I just jump off the, the side? Anyway. Um, <laughs> on its On its surface... And that's all you can do with this thing because there's no there's no fictional storyline behind it. You can't really say, "Oh, well, what's the real story behind these squid, these Squid Games, etc." It's it is basically just people saying, "All right, let's stick 456 people in a dorm. Let's make them do mostly the same challenges that they had to do in the TV series." Mm. And and just based on that and kind of watching the people's um the stuff that I feel you can't edit and put into context, you can do anything with like editing to make it look like, uh, sure. oh, you know, you know, I, I think I want to vote out 135. And then you get a reaction shot of somebody going, oh, really, they're just reacting to fart or something like that. Or, that's somebody yeah. else. It's yeah. a B-roll as B-roll as you exactly. get when they do that. Yeah. Exactly. But there's these interview segments where you're actually getting to know the people. And... Um, uh, those are harder to take context out of and rearrange the order of things to make them sound like the villain or the hero or things like that. And sure. there's a um, there's a couple people. There's a mother and son that I just adore who are awesome on this thing, and uh, and then there's this woman from Aurora, Colorado, um, named I think Fanta- Felicia Felicia, and uh, man, really rooting for her. I don't know what's going to happen, but. So are they? There, are people, there anyone famous in it? It's not like a celebrity thing, right? It's just one. A, only one famous person, uh, and I don't know what team he played for, but a basketball uh, player named TJ, who's in uh, in the pros for a little while. Uh NBA player or ex NBA player or something. Yeah, okay. exactly. All right. Yep. Um, there, uh, Icor asks, "Is there really voting out? Because the real Squid Games didn't have that. There is, and it's and it's done fairly." painfully um this is interesting because i know tom's watching this i see from people saying it then he's really he's liking it too yeah but yeah you're having to you're basically having to stand up in front of a group at at times you know a challenge will come up where it says all right pick a player to eliminate immediately and they're just kind of scanning the group and saying uh all right 319 you're out and that person didn't do anything but just (laughs) got eliminated for no better reason than then uh interesting but nobody's getting killed is the point right nobody's getting killed yeah although there have been some uh, lawsuits filed because of uh hypothermia or something like during the filming of that first challenge the red light green light challenge the you know the stop and go weird statue girl doll head thing yeah Yeah. it spins around um 
there apparently people were having to stand in place for such a long time. That thing took hours and hours and hours to film, probably because they had to review video of who moved after the the stop. Oh, right. Yeah. That's and so they're making up. these people sit there while they're probably reviewing tapes and saying, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, number uh, 64 moved a little bit. They're out. <laughs> but so they don't do the... Um, they don't do like nobody dies. However, they do have like exploding gel packs in mm. their shirts. So <laughs> instead of instead of getting shot, the the thing goes, and you great. see this like black uh, ink splitch splooge right over their uh, shirt, and then they they're told to collapse and act like they're dead. Is that how they find out that they lost? Is that right? Yes. Then? Okay. In some cases, that's how they find out. I kind of yeah. love that. I may need yeah. to watch this. As much you as may. I haven't even seen the show, and I still kind of oh, want to see seen this. Oh, you haven't seen the oh, watch the. I mean, between the two, the the show is is great. It's you'd really, think, really you'd good. listen. You'd think growing up with three Korean siblings, I'd watch every Korean I know. thing ever. I, made. I don't know what have you seen. You've seen Train to Busan. Yeah, I did like that a lot. Okay, so you can watch a oh, show yeah. that has words on the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's true. I did watch you that. Physically one. can do it. I can. Do, I can totally physically do it. Although I may have. I may have done the dub on that. I can't remember. I don't know what I did, if I did or not. I don't know if I read it. I just, Tina I did know. the. Tina did the dub on Squid Game. She said it was fine. I did the uh, subtitles on it. Mm. Yeah, I heard it was all right as a dub. I thought I should yeah, just right catch up and watch the damn thing, and then I could watch this game show, and I could catch up with all the cool kids, yeah. with all the shit they're watching yep. now. And I will say that. Um, uh, the second challenge features a lot of what gross got out the most. Oh, does it now? Yes. Well, then I look forward to that. <laughs> it's going to make you, but not in the team, not in the fictional series, but in the reality show. Right, uh, right. Well, uh, yeah. let's see how that goes. Okay, so one quick thing yeah. here. Um, Robert from Hendertucky, who who yes. types in once in a while, has a little correction for us. I had stated, oh, good. Okay. I had stated kind of unequivocally the other day, or maybe it was yesterday, or no, it was two days ago, whatever. It was, it was. yeah. I was it remember. yesterday? I don't remember. Uh, that printer ink was the most expensive per, if, if you broke it down like a per ounce sort of thing, printer ink was one of mm. the most expensive, or if, if not one of the most expensive the liquid most expensive on the planet. The most expensive liquid you could buy. Right. And yeah. it was all, you know, we had a whole conversation about it. it was kind of artificially that way and all that. Well, turns out I was wrong. And he wrote it and says, good morning, Scott and Brian. You mentioned the world's most expensive liquids. Printer ink is certainly on the list, but not the most expensive. Here is the 16 most expensive liquids per gallon. This now, li- f- yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go, no, go. What are you say? Um, I have not looked at this list. Okay. Um, you want to guess at some of these? I want to guess at a couple of these. Okay. Is, um, is, a, is there a champagne that's on the list? Let me see if we have anything that is drinky drinky. Uh, okay. No, no champagne. No, okay. Are there any animal um, ejaculations? Is there? Oh. Is there basically like? Is is is? Uh, I guess I'm just going to say, is whale semen on the list? Because um, I think. Uh, uh, well, I'll tell you that there is one, two, three, maybe more, but th- at least three. Oh, okay. and if you're counting mammals and humans, then four. Four, oh gosh! There are four substances. <laughs> what do you mean? What? <laughs> there are four. There are four total. Four. Four total substances on here. I won't say what substances, but they are all from a creature. Interesting. I, okay. I will say none of them are semen. Oh, okay, good. All right. Yeah, none of them are from anyone's balls. That'll make. Uh, 
That'll make almost all of us happy. Yeah. <laughs> we will not get into who who will not be. All unhappy. right, let's let's get into the list because uh, now I'm yeah. All right, so I'll tell you at number sixteen. This one surprised me. Liquid paper at number sixteen. Oh, really? Yeah. Two, okay. I didn't even know people are still using it, but two. I was going to say who you, to use liquid paper. You have to be typing stuff. I agree. And who types? Who uses a typewriter when when a when a uh, computer, you know, a word processor and a <laughs> printer can do the same thing and give you a chance to make uh, fix your mistakes. Exactly right. So two hundred bucks a gallon for that stuff. Now you don't buy it in gallons. Okay. Obviously, you buy it in a little thing. Okay. But if you broke down the cost and put it all in a gallon, it would be two hundred bucks yeah. per gallon. Uh, next up on fi- at fifteen, we have the scintillation cocktail. I don't know what that is. Scintillation cocktail. Uh, every liquid scintillation cocktail contains one or more scintillators and at least one organic solvent. So this is actually not a drink like a, a cocktail you get at a bar. It is a. Uh, it's used in experiments for oh, okay. detecting alpha and beta particles. Okay. Um, yeah. So that makes I, sense. Yeah. Here's one. Yeah. Penicillin. This one helps people. Uh, sure. Familiar number, with that. Yeah. That's number, how you get rid of your some of your STDs. That's right. $300 per gallon. So it's it's okay. up on the liquid paper there. Actually, why isn't that number 16 then? No, no, no. I get it. Yeah, We're you, going the other way. <laughs> so it's, it oh, is correct. Right, right, right. I was yes. thinking the other direction. but it's, $200 per gallon is the smallest amount on the list. Right, right, right. The cheapest right. thing on the list. Uh, patchouli oil. Wow. Uh, eight, really? Yeah. 810 per gallon. Holy cow. Yeah. Fine. I didn't realize that stuff uh, costs so much. Jeez. Also, we're not even in, in the halfway point, and we're already tickling the $1,000 mark here. It's crazy. Yeah, no kidding. Almost $1,000 per gallon. Next, next um, uh, or go ahead. You can go to uh, a fish concert uh, and, and get some uh, <laughs> patchouli oil. You'll get all, it'll all be in your lungs by the time you leave. But That's right. Exactly. Um, how about this one? Human blood. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Number 12. $900 per gallon will get you CoverGirl nail polish. <laughs> Specifically CoverGirl. I yeah. wonder what other brands. Is that the, that's probably the the most expensive? Either that or it's the uh, most prominent. Yeah. I don't know. Because when I, when okay. I hear CoverGirl, I just, I just see 1980s hair ads. <laughs> you know, because we were right. flooded with that crap. Crap, when we were. Younger. We were, yes, exactly. Not Coverville nail polish, Tally. No. Cover girl yeah. nail polish. Get that straight, Tally. Yeah. Here's another one. Uh, human blood, fifteen hundred dollars per gallon. Your your blood and your body right now is worth a bunch of. How many gallons do we have? The human? It's like um, I forget now. It's whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> See, this is where <laughs> this is where I'm. Uh, there was something I know that there was something about two pints, but I know we've got more than two pints in our body. But there was something about that's the maximum you can donate or something. Oh, Is that's that as right? much as I'll let you give. I think that's right. Yeah. At any, at any one time, because if you give more than that, you're you're in uh, right. What's, what's you, the anemic you, territory. Medical, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Uh, so yeah, you got right now. If you gave a gallon of your blood, you'd have enough to buy a pretty decently equipped gaming PC for that much money. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Not bad. How about this one? Gamma hydro I'm sorry, hydroxy buttric acid. Butric. Buttric. <laughs> uh twenty six hundred dollars uh, per gallon. That's pretty good. What is that used for? The OGHB. Okay, gotcha. It's uh yeah, it's uh um rave. You you'll find this at raves with the glow sticks, mm-hmm. the GHB drugs. Yep, right? that's the one. Uh number nine, we're now to pla- black printer ink, two thousand okay. seven hundred dollars per gallon. Twenty seven hundred dollars. 
<laughs> that's really a lot of money. Um, I'll rip that through the is. rest of these. Mercury, which is a, just a metal hmm. that appears to be in liquid form, depending on the temperature, uh, $3,400 per gallon. Insulin. This is this is where I get pissed because this should not be this much. Yeah, this is artificially this is, this is Shkreli. Yeah, this is Shkreli style business. Ninety four hundred dollars yeah. per gallon. That's yes. just because the market is a piece of shit. Right. Uh, exactly. Chanel number five, twenty six thousand dollars per gallon. Oh we have made God. a real leap. Seven to six is a leap, dude. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> no kidding. Wow. From insulin to uh, perfume, and and we've uh, gained. Uh, nearly $20,000 per gallon. Holy yep. cow. Now we get to creature yeah. excrement number two. Excrement. Excrement. Uh, horseshoe <laughs> crab. Uh, so blood from a horseshoe crab. 60 oh. grand per gallon. $60,000. What? Uh, I don't know. What, what does this it is used do? For. Let's see. Contains vital immune cells that are incredibly sensitive to toxic bacteria. Um Researchers use these smart blood cells to create a test called Limulus ambus, ambus, uh, amoebocyte lysate. lysate. Mm. It's been used across the world to test new vaccines for contamination. Mm. Interesting. Okay, mm. so every year the medical industry catches more than 500,000 horseshoe crabs. They drain 30% of their blood, and nearly one-third of the crabs die during the process. The uh, survivors are returned to the water. Do they eat the rest of them? Because you could still you drain them of their blood and then still have their fleshy flesh, you know? Yeah, I don't know. It seems like it would be better to, to uh, I don't can you, can you eat horseshoe crabs? I don't, I don't think it's like <laughs> I don't, I don't think it's like your Red Lobster Dungeness. I think uh, it's like eating carp. Nobody wants carp, right? It's like that. Right. But the fact that that they're able to drain some of their blood, return them to the water, have them produce more—that's great. I mean, it's like uh, yeah. Um, I feel bad for the ones that doing died. it for all of us. Yeah, yeah, they're making big sacrifices for us. How about this one? Now we're jumping another huge number. Number okay. four, LSD, ah, short so for losing the sky with diamonds. Lysergic <laughs> acid dilemithamide. Anyway, sure, sure. Uh, one hundred twenty grand, one hundred twenty-three thousand dollars per per gallon. That's a lot. Holy shit. Lysergic acid diethylamide. Um, LSD. All right, good. Yep. Sure. Uh, temp. By the way, they have a stat on here. I don't know if it's. Correct, but nearly 10% of U.S. citizens have used LSD at one point in their lives. Oh, really? 10%. I have not. Knowingly? I, I don't even know how I, I, don't even so know how I get it. So one in 10 of us. Yeah, yeah, one in 10. Where? What's? Where's everybody got these sources? I don't know where to go. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I could go somewhere, but that's expensive. Holy shit. Yeah. Also, but that's a little goes a long way kind of substance, right? Exactly, right. Yeah. You don't need, uh, yeah, you don't need that. Uh, twelve hour like a trip. A lot of that to to get anything. From it says it. right here. Does it say how much? No, it doesn't say. But it's it's. Uh, but uh, I bet you you basically what like a drop or something is mm, um probably all you need, right? Because the yeah. those acid things back in the day they were just paper infused with yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I am not a drug expert. Everybody. Yeah. Uh, number three coming in at one hundred and fifty thousand dollars per gallon. We got the Thailand Cobra Venom. Mm. Sure, the old TCV. Yeah, what does this do? Uh, <laughs> this is, it says... It's, and it's to create an antidote for venom, isn't it? Like, I <laughs> think so. Hold on, see. One bite, uh, uh, you suffer from vertigo, blurred vision, drowsiness, paralysis. 
before you slip into a coma. Oh. Often you die because your respiratory pain, system fails. So pain treatment, uh, once thought to be an aphrodisiac, it's also used to stop excessive bleeding during surgery or major trauma. Find They write, findings cure for breast cancer and Parkinson's disease yeah. and anti-aging treatment. Got a, got a real uh, sharp editor over there working on this yeah. article. Feels, uh, it's funny, just the way it's like, what are, like, what are three things people would like? Uh, uh, aphrodisiac, um, uh, anti-aging, and uh, cure for cancer. All right, cool. Yeah. Yep. There's no snake oil here. Uh, number two, we're, we're, now we're getting into the big weeds. I can't yep. believe this is the jump. That was 150 grand or yeah, wow. and whatever. Yeah. Scorpion venom, $39 million per gallon. Wow. Wow. Now, what's interesting about this, the thing I didn't know is I thought all scorpions were deadly to humans. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are thousands of species of scorpion. Only about 25 are deadly to humans. Oh, interesting. Um, okay. But what makes Did it so expensive that. is this. The venom is hard to get. Scorpions usually milked by hand, one by one. <laughs> milked. I mean, I guess you that is what you do with a snake and milk their venom. Yeah. I know I know it's yeah. used as a term, but I just picture a little lady underneath the scorpion pulling on its teeth. <laughs> with a metal pail. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, don't make a gif of that, whoever just saw me do that. Um, <laughs> Please do make a gif of that. Let's see. It says, okay, it only produces about two milligrams of venom at a time. If you do the math, that would milk. you'd have to milk uh, 2.64 million times to get a gallon. Wow. So that's okay. just so, a, like a, that's a process problem with these things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you people use them for? Let's see. Uh, brain tumors. They say brain, brain tumors and uh, muscle uh, rebuilding damaged uh, nerve and muscle cells. That's crazy. Yeah, and some components of the venom can effectively block signals from cancer cells, preventing them from growing. So, Ooh. like a. I like that. Um, yeah, no kidding. Number one. It'll also, it'll yeah. also uh, reduce. Um, all of the cards in your opponent's hand, uh, the energy cost, I'm sorry, their power by one. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah. Definitely that scorpion is the one we're talking about. That's the one we're talking about. Yeah. Exactly. It'd be funny if the one we're really talking about is the one that says, get over here and throws a spike. <laughs> <in your face. laughs> right, yes. Uh, here's your big one. This is the big money. 2.1 million per dose, which is 5.5 milliliters. Uh, what does that work out to a gallon? They don't actually say. That's oh, weird. Yeah. Anyway, Zolgensima. This is a uh, used to treat a rare neuromuscular disorder called spinal muscular atrophy. It was approved by the FDA in 2019 as a treatment for children less than two years old. Uh, it's a one-time only gene therapy treatment. Mm. Uh, why does it cost so much? Uh, probably, let's see. Oh, it takes $2.6 billion and more than a decade to create a single new medicine. So really, it's just prices. So it's how long it took to produce to create this. This yeah. is what makes it so expensive. Yeah, yeah. And it's also so Genzma. One of the chief like problems that. with biomedical stuff. Yeah. Anyway, so now we've been corrected. Number nine, we yeah. have the the printer ink. Everything else is yep. stuff you never would have thought. So thank you, yep. Robert exactly. from Hendertucky. Real quick, I just want to. Make I'm going to go buy a bunch of uh, thermometers and break them open, and get some of that sweet, sweet mercury. Scott. That's right. That's right. Now, speaking of lists, we got something else that was pretty rad from Gabby. Cool. Okay. All right. Um, we're always talking about, especially on film sacks, like who's our most fat, sacked actor or director or sure. whatever. Sure. One thing we never talk about is like who are the top stars at the at the domestic box office, not how much they made, but how much right. they the movies they were in exactly. Made. Like how yeah. are who's the biggest? And it turns out it is not the list I expected. Uh, although in some ways I do, I, I should have expected it. But at number one, according mm-hmm. to this number to this list, is Stan Lee, 
Yeah, sure. Um, because all of those Marvel movies made so much damned money, he was easily in the top spot. And right behind him, not shocking, Samuel L. Jackson, not Same just because reasons. of these, but very similar yeah. reasons. Those are what pushed oh, him ahead. Sure. Jurassic he, Park. Yeah, and, and Star uh, Wars yeah. and freaking... Incredibles. All that stuff, right. Where's my super suit? By the way, hold on a sec. <laughs> I'm going to walk away from the mic and throw up. He's, uh, he's by the way, he's walking away. Uh, it was very sudden. Scott doesn't know what it was for. Maybe he's grabbing a 3D print, perhaps. Perhaps not, perhaps. Oh, I don't know. Current little current little 3D printed model that just finished this weekend and now is uh, ready to be painted. Oh, look at that! Is this uh, Stanley? Oh, I love that. Got a little, and it's got a little, you know, Excelsior, uh, his, his, uh, um, his, uh, <laughs> years basically it looks like he conquered all these people like killed them all and now he's like reveling in the (laughs) right right he defeated the avengers and so now he has all their stuff yeah has all their shit uh, that's a great model is that one of your your patron uh, people you follow that you support um no this was something my my uncle found the stls for this he had to buy it from the uh from the artist and um uh, and so he got it for me for my birthday, and so I just finished the printing. Had to dr- break out the Dremel to make pieces uh, fit together a lot better. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, this is going to be a fun one, especially because, like, you can see on his on his base, there's all these stacks of comic books. Yeah, I need to. I'm sorry, too close to the camera. Sorry. Um, all these stacks of comic books that I'm going to print out, like Fantastic Four number one, Amazing Fantasy number fifteen, all these you know first appearances, yeah. and size them and glue them onto <laughs> onto the tops of oh, those Oh, that's stacks. a great idea. I love that. Yeah. That's a lot but easier than trying to paint them. Of... Painting them all yes, small for would sure. be really hard. But I love these. He's got his own little infinity gauntlet. Nah, it's great. You had to print that yeah. separate or is that a... Is that... These are, this thing is made up of about uh, 20 different pieces. Oh my god, They had to be sanded and glued and stuff like that. So Nice. Yeah. Well, it'll be a good yeah. it'll be a good dedication to a guy who currently sits at number one. By the way, that number eleven yeah. billion nine hundred nineteen million dollars plus. Jeez. Yeah. Jeez. Samuel L. Jackson also in the eleven billion eleven point six billion. Then the list gets weird. We drop all the way down to seven billion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and Frank Welker, voice actor Frank mm. Welker, known for uh, obviously mostly Megatron, sure, uh, is at number three on this list. Like we're nowhere. We haven't gotten anywhere no near. The it's all the Disney stuff. Aladdin, uh, mm-hmm. um, Transformers movies, Lion King, yeah. yeah. How the Grinch Stole Christmas, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Did stuff in there. I don't remember what, but yeah. he did. Uh, and then everyone's favorite mailman from Cheers, <laughs> John right. Ratzenberger. Obviously, for all his freaking Pixar crap, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. And then the the list goes on. Robert Downey Jr., uh, Bob Bergen. I don't even know who that is. Chris Pratt for again MCU sure. reasons. Uh, Andy Serkis for everything reasons and and Jurassic Park reasons and uh, yeah. yeah and Lord of the Rings um, reasons and everything else. So Bob Bergen is, basically does voices uh, Secret Life of Pets, Minions, Despicable Me, Monsters University, Sing, etc. Ah, uh, gotcha. Okay, so he's in a yeah. bunch of big ones then. Warwick, yeah. Warwick Davis <clears throat> on there. He's got oh. the Harry Potters and the and the and the anything and the that Star needed a small is... guy. Yeah, you, you're yeah. good. John yeah. Favreau at number ten. Now the rest of the list is like a lot of smatterings of stuff you'd expect. Tom Cruise, or excuse me, Tom Hanks is on here. Tom Cruise is a little lower than him. Morgan Freeman, Chris Evans, blah blah blah. At the very 
bottom of this list of 100. Okay. So Sylvester Stallone shows up at 100. Oh, wow. Like he's beat by Steve Buscemi, <laughs> Maggie Smith, uh, Brad Pitt, Mark Hamill. Like other, there are people ahead of him. But I that surprised yeah. me. So I thought, well, I'll bet Arnold's right below that. Arnold's like three hundred something. Oh, really? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, th- uh, 310, 310th. See, and you got to also look at how many movies they've made, right? Sylvester Stallone took him seventy one movies to to have a box office score of three point two billion dollars. Yeah. Yet. Um, Lupita Nyong'o did it in 15. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look at this. Like, uh, like Michael Clark Duncan, rest his soul. Yeah. Yeah. 302nd. He's beating Arnold by almost a full 10 and he's dead. He's not even Anthony here. Daniels, 13 movies. Bet you can name all of them. <laughs> $4.8 billion. So yeah, it is funny. It's really down to the movies, but, um, yeah, uh, I think Anthony Daniels is the fewest, the fewest movies on the list. Yeah, he's the um, Lupita Nyong'o at 15, but Anthony Daniels at uh, f- uh, 13. Like if I asked you, what does Lee Pace, Peter Dinklage, Chris Cooper, Michael Sheen, and Evangeline Lilly all have in common? They're like mm-hmm. all in the 300s. <laughs> They're all like wow. right next to each other. Yeah. Wow. Tessa Thompson's on here. Uh, and that didn't take much. She just needed to be no. in a couple of Marvel movies and you're on I there. mean, Endgame, basically. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ragnarok Endgame, yeah. It's interesting. Anyway, Gabby, oh. thanks for that. That is a fa- fa- fascinating sweet. list. It really is fascinating. You know what else is fascinating? Babel Royale! I agree. Got to have Dunaway in here to do it, though. So I'm going to add him to this call. Please do. Uh, that is a requirement. Yep. Let me see and if, uh, got, if you out there uh, are interested in playing, I will take the third person to ding us or ping us. Uh, we'd love ding to have ping. you on. Ding or ping. Your choice. Uh, I will favor new faces. So if uh, if you're too much of a regular, don't don't be surprised if you get skipped over for somebody I haven't seen before. Yeah. But if you want to be in, just ping me on Discord, send me a DM, and we will hook you up and get you in here. All right, all right, all right. Cool. Let's do this now. Hey, looky here! It's Brian Dunaway joining us for uh, Tadpooly Feud. Hello, Brian. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Hi. Hello. How are you? What are you doing? How is your Wednesday? Well, let me just tell you, pretty damned good. <laughs> All right. Oh, God. Oh, did I open it? Did I open up the can of worms? You did. The worms of can have been opened. Uh, no, I'm doing all right, actually. I'm having a decent time. You had to go. You Were you okay? Because you weren't feeling good yesterday. How are you feeling today? You all right today? I haven't. I haven't felt great for the last three days. I've had some lower back pains that kind of getting into my abdominal area, mm. and I was like, "I'll just, I'll just call the teledoc and see what they have to say." Mm. And so, after about three hours of back and forth waiting and whatever, and so finally he came on. I was like, "Really, really, really nice doctor. Super nice, super smiley." Basically, yeah. told me go to the urgent care center. He couldn't do anything for me, oh, so wow. I did that instead. Yeah. And then they focused on the one thing I said, "Would you like to hear?" I said, "My back is really killing. My abdomen is really killing me. I feel like I got a poo." And so, also by the way, one of those three days, my left ball was hurting. <laughs> so she spent the rest of the time oh, focused on my left ball, and it was like, it was like. So- well, I- it might be getting strangled. I'm like, oh Jesus, no! I just saying. <laughs> oh, it was yeah, torsion, right? Yeah, yeah the, I, yeah, the torsion thing. And I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, but that was like for like 30 minutes. I don't think that has anything to do with anything. I was just mentioning it. As an aside, it's good to get old people. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. getting old yeah. sucks. 
These bodies are as, temporary. Sucks. Uh, as Elaine uh, Bennis famously said, I don't see how you guys walk around with those things. That's right. She was not wrong. I can tell you who else isn't wrong. Our uh, third caller but the today. The story is I feel oh. better. Oh, Thank good. You. That's, 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 that's the important thing. I'm glad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Win Magus joins us today. Hello, Win Magus. Yay. How are you? Hello, Win Magus. Hello. Hello, Scott, Brian, 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 Brian. How are you? With Wynn all Magus. The, uh, <laughs> you covered all the Brian. You missed a couple of Brian's. It's okay. Though. A lot of people. Oh, darn. Uh, it's good to have you here. Always love playing with you. And we're going to throw it over to Brian now, who will explain the rules and what's uh, what's on the table to win. What are the stakes? Well, that's right, because it's time to play the Tadpole Feud. I've surveyed the Tadpole on some nerdy topics, and Scott and Brian are going to have to predict the answers that they gave us. It is their job to see how many of those answers they can guess. Now, you have a job, too, in Magus, and it's more important than ever, but even more important than your regular day job, because... You're going to be working with either Scott or Brian. And if your team wins, you'll get a prize package that includes Yakuza 4 Remastered and Ghostwire Ooh. Tokyo. Two Ooh, pretty nice. top-tier freaking Steam games. I agree. Uh, oh. That I almost took for myself, courtesy of Wesley. 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 That's fantastic. Those are That's a hell of a load there. I like that. Which, that is a hell of a load. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Hello. 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 <laughs> oh my. <laughs> oh my. Oh my. All right. Great. We know the stakes. Now we got to play. That's right. Let's uh let's let's get to your question. It's going to be a tougher one. I'm just going to let you know right now. You're going to work a little bit harder for this one, but uh it'll be worth it all in the end. We'll we'll all we'll all grow a little bit inside once uh, oh, this wow. is all right. once this is done. I'm down. Uh all right. Put your hands on your buzzers. We asked 447 tadpoolers to give us their answer to this. If you didn't have force sensitivity, what job would you have, Scott? Shit! What are they called? Uh, the, the the name? You, you smuggler? That's the word, smuggler. <laughs> smuggler. <laughs> All right, show me smuggler. <laughs> Number three. I'm going to give the uh, full question to Brian to see if he can come up with one of those first two answers. Yes, please. Oh you... my God. <laughs> If you didn't have force sensitivity, what job would you have in the Star Wars universe? Uh, the only job I can think of. I mean, it's stupid. I don't want it. But you know I'd have to be Jabba the Hutt slave for some reason. I don't know why, okay. but it's going to happen. All right. So slave dancer, basically, is what you're saying? Slave dancer. Okay. That's sure. me. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Not a single person. Not a single person. Yeah, I mean, even like not in the top ten, but also not at all in the. Yeah, yeah. I'm a little surprised. uh, Understand why that's how that's possible, but uh, all right, when Megas is me and you. We got this. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. When Vegas, you and Scott working together, answer number three, uh, cargo slash smuggling ship pilot is already on the board. So what would you want to be, when Vegas? Um, want to be, I don't know, but I have a, I mean, I feel like the Empire is such a, lack of a better term, military state that you'd be probably a stormtrooper. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah, there's probably a lot of jobs there, if I had to guess. If you were hard up mm-hmm. on, on work, I think you'd probably, you know. You just have to be bad at shooting shit, and you're in. <laughs> so let's do that. Let's do a stormtrooper. Right. Show me stormtrooper. Oh man! Wow. Number twelve. Number twelve on the list. Really? Oh, yeah. Shocked yeah. by that. 
I mean, maybe they're not, right. it's not a desirable job. So that tells me this list is going to be things people think is cool, you know? Cool. Probably. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Right. And when I actually stopped having the uh, the slave girl, when I got that uh-huh. out of my head, uh-huh. I started thinking, I the one thing I always wanted to be was Jabba Duck. I mean, Jabba Duck, I just said it. I'd like to have been a, a bounty hunter. Oh, yeah. Oh, but God. is going to be number one, isn't it? Gosh dang it. All right. Show me bounty hunter. Oh, number five. Oh, Not wow. Number one, more points than number one. Yeah, you. put your head, dude. Interesting. Yes. Yeah, I would have thought that would have been All right, one. then I guess, uh, wow. Mm-hmm. I really, wow. Mm-hmm. Um, what would be number one then? Jeebus. I know. Jeebus. Uh, this is harder than I thought it would I be. Guess, yeah. it is a, it's I guess. Yeah. I guess I would want to be, I guess I would want to be, um, a translation droid, right? I want to. I'd want to be C three PO, right? That's that would be my job. Okay. Can I be a droid? Yeah, sure. Does it have to be a human? What do they call uh, protocol read me droids? Read the question again. You read me the protocol. question again. Sure. If you didn't have force sensitivity, what job would you have in the Star Wars universe? Yeah, I would totally be a protocol droid. All right. Okay. All right. Show me protocol droid. Oh, yeah. oh you people have no imagination. These are people answering these questions, not droids. But yeah. uh, okay. <laughs> I so you think one, there's not a people in that droid suit? Is that what you think? I think. Oh that... well, he was in that droid suit for exactly 13 movies, and uh, yeah. actually, uh, <laughs> and uh, made 4.8 billion dollars. Yep. And he, I am very skilled in uh, human pleasuring, or whatever he was always good at. Uh, Win Magus, you said you had a, you had another one. What was it? Still watched a different well, series than we did. I think. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Cargo and smuggling pilot, so probably a fighter pilot of some variety, like an X-wing Ooh, pilot. That or, yeah. is a great, of course, yeah, desirable that, job. I agree. Of course, let's pick that one. That's All right, good. show me fighter pilot. Oops, sorry. Let me give you the right points. There we go. <laughs> Give the points to Scott. Fighter pilot slash X-Wing pilot. Number nice. one. Nice. Number one up on the board. That's right. It doesn't really help us, though, because this is a hard a one. teeny little bit. Uh, oh, man. How about... Uh, um, uh, uh, oh, no, that's bad. That's not good. How about... Uh, shit. Okay, I'm going to throw... Win Megas is for you to shoot me down or say it's okay. Sure. Lando... Ran Cloud City. So I'm thinking somebody probably said something, maybe a little more general, but like government, <laughs> like someone in charge of shit. Like a senator? Senator. Yeah. 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 Like an imperial, not imperial senator. What are they called? Whatever they are. Galactic senator. Whatever it is. Let's do that. Sure. Something like that. Someone in charge. <laughs> a sen- political senator, leader. A political Some leader. Sort of administrator, right? Some sure. sort of like administrator. Of, yeah, general sure. manager. Uh, whatever. Whatever it is. Yeah. Show me any of that stuff. Damn it! Um, yeah, the closest would be... Um, the people actually, a lot of people did say um, like... Cloud City Comptroller, Cloud City Administrator. Um, number 27 on the list was what lumped all those into. Okay. What I'm really starting to realize is how shitty jobs are in the, <laughs> in the Star, Star Wars universe. universe. Yeah. Is what kind I'm really starting to yeah. realize. That's the lesson yeah. here. Yeah. All right. Give us another okay. one, Dunaway. You got this. Do I? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Maybe not. Wow. Okay. So I can't be a senator. I can't be a protocol droid. Droids, obviously, all out of there anyway. Um, 
let's see. We didn't say bounty. Not all Mandalorians are bounty hunters, uh, but that's not really a job. That's more of a lifestyle. Yeah, sure. um, it's a cultural thing. It's, it's kind a, of the way. It's the way. Right. It is the way. So uh, let's see. If uh, I, I guess bartender, I would like to be. They always have a cool job. You just watching mm-hmm. watching people get their hands shot off. It's, that's a pretty cool mm-hmm. job. Watch, stand yeah. back there, wipe off your glasses. That's right. Yeah. Tell tell the droids they're not welcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Like that. right. Okay. Good. Show me bartender. Oh and number man. two oh answer. My on the board. God. Damn it. That's oh a- my God. Yeah. It's not a lot of points though. All so, right. Yeah. When well, I'm learning- I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm old school Star Wars, but I'm trying to think about Episode One. Maybe I'm a junk dealer. Junk dealers always get some pretty cool stuff in Star Wars. Mm. Sure, a junker. Yeah, junker, junker. junk dealer. Right. That one guy, and that one guy that was really offensive. Eh? You know, what I'm talking about that guy. Yeah, you talking about? <laughs> well, the guy who ran the the diner. No, the the Watto. <laughs> yeah, Watto. Watto. Yeah. Yeah. No, the Watto. Yeah, Watto. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. That guy. You your mom if you win this race. Right, I'm all the stereotypes. Hey. <laughs> all right, show me Junker or Junkman or anything like that. Uh-oh. That's a bad sign. Oh, but yeah. so was Ray was a Junker, too. She was out she was in the junker. field. Yeah. Junk- so many Junkers. So she was Come a on. Junker and a Spelunker. Uh, junker, mm. trying to think of what we did have somebody. Oh, a Trader, probably. Trader. Uh, yeah. That was the closest thing. Yeah, yeah I did lump right. a couple of those in there. 24 on the list. Oh. That's down. Oh. Not as far as I thought it would be. That's not bad. Yeah. Uh, how do you, when Magus, how do you feel about nerf herders? Because that's a. Uh, I, I, <laughs> scruffy. No. Actually, I was thinking ship mechanic. Shit. Ooh, now see, that's a good one. Did you say, oh, ship shit, mechanic? Shit for <laughs> mechanic. I'm like, wait, what? Because based on the work I did on my car, I am a shit yeah, mechanic. I'm pretty shit mechanic. <laughs> Ship mechanic. Uh, yes. Ship mechanic. That's interesting. So like like Wookie up on top hitting it with a thing while Han says hurry up and he goes Yeah, or, or like the guy who's uh, in the fir- in New Hope that's like, hey, this droid's seen a lot of action. Are you sure you want to use that one? And Luke right. of course is saying, nope, that's R2. He's the hero of the story. They're just workaday dudes. I like that. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, the only other one I had in my head and we'll decide between the two was a pilot, an AT. An AT-AT pilot or ATST pilot? There you go. One of those dudes. What do you think is more likely? I feel list? like ship mechanic is slightly more likely, and the only other one that I, I think can so, think of. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Never mind. I'll save that one. All right, hold on to it. Let's do ship mechanic, Brian. All right, show me ship mechanic. <laughs> oh my lord! <laughs> yeah, you did. Like ship mechanic, number six. Ship, uh, ship mechanic, mechanic, engineer, designer. All of those lumped into uh, into. One category. And that put us in the lead. That's very nice. Put you in the lead. Yep. Yeah, yeah All right. look well, at that. What was the other one you were holding? Uh, farmer. Because, I mean, oh. you know, if it's not, like, yeah. that's one of the first jobs you run into in the New Hope is the moisture farmer. Oh, yeah. I don't know mm-hmm. if it would be up there, but, you know. Got we farm. never got any uh, full closure on what exactly he was doing with that moisture farming, did we? We never really... Well, we know it's a desert yeah, we just planet. Kind of hand-waved it. Sells, it. sells moisture for uh, 2,000 uh, credits per gallon. <laughs> yeah, it's a very expensive per gallon mm. kind of thing. But yeah. no, I, I think I think we were supposed to assume that, well, it's a desert planet. There's no natural water source, except somehow they get it underground or whatever. So they, they farm that, and then 
and then people need to drink and use it for crops and all that. So they sell the. I assume that's what's going on. They're farming water, literally. That's all it is. Drinkable, potable sure. water. Anyway, uh, I like your your thinking. Let's do farmer. All right. I'm scared though. Show me farmer. Strike. Oh. Um, yeah, moisture farmer number eleven. So just out of the top ten, um, and I'll also tell you, blue milk farmer was uh, number sixteen. Just to get that out of the way. <laughs> yeah, they never did say where that blue came milk from. Farming. Yeah, I think it... well, Luke apparently on Octo. Just that's. Oh, no, yes, that's the green milk farming. Let's see where you farm green milk. Amp Baru. Yeah, that's where you farm green milk. Blue milk Aunt Baru. She she that's comes she went, from she, her. That's her. She milk. goes out and milks the uh, <laughs> banthas or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so Brian, uh, currently losing by three points. Uh, five answers still left on the board. Jobs in the Star Wars universe that you could hold if you don't have force sensitivity. Yeah. Well, I don't. We don't consider. We probably don't consider it uh, <clears throat> a job here on planet Earth uh, in a, in a current. But you know, if I was playing at the uh, at the cantina, I wouldn't mind being in a band. That, that, that's a real job in the Damn Star it. Wars universe, right? That might be good. a little jizz musician, is what you're saying. Yeah, you're yeah. Jizz yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. Little musician All right. there. Yeah. Show me Cantina Band musician Ferguson and the Modal Nodes. Damn it! Ah, Number yeah. seven. So now oh. we need you to run the board. Four answers left on the board. Oh snap! Oh, for I didn't mean Vegas, to give a good answer. For uh, Win Vegas to get these prizes, you need to run the board. You can, and you can look well, at the I'm chat. I'm going to let you guys look at the chat too. We'll give okay, you suggestions. Look at chat. Look at chat. Look at chat. Maybe, right, maybe see, my uh, problem was I was too logical in my thinking of what I would actually have, not the job I would want <laughs> if I didn't have. Right, board. right, right. That's true. It isn't what job you would want in the Star Wars universe. It's what job would you have? Like. Yeah. What would what would your job be? Yeah. Uh, All right. Well. So it. So yeah. Uh, oh, the blue milk is milk. Okay. Good. Oh, oh is, is it, it really? bantha milk? Is it? I didn't know that. Thank you, Icor. I didn't either. I, I thought it was Aunt Bruce milk. I thought it came right from her breasts. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, I was a kid. I didn't know. What do you know? All right. Well, give me some. Give me some. Give me some stuff. What do you uh, think? What do you, what do you? What are you guys thinking? I'm seeing Rebel Spy. In the chat room, that's pretty good. Rebel Spy, um, Death Star technical support. Good job. <laughs> I kind of <laughs> like Death Star technical support for some reason, but I don't think it's on there. Well, like that. Don't do it. Um, mechanic. So was I Brian like the- trying to hint? Because I remember he mentioned as this is the way, kind of as a throwaway oh. line when he was. No, I was joking about Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Oh, okay. That it's, that it's a lifestyle. That- yeah. Right. They could have said that. I always. You know what I'm saying? Always this is, this is listeners. The right. listeners are like at home yeah. going, because it's always, ta- you got to think like tadpoolers. Putting Mandalorian in there, they may think of that as a job. Yeah, but I think Brian just said that he was meant that as a joke and not as a, you know, I oh, would say yeah. let's, let's. I would, yeah, if, if, I, if it was, I'll tell you, if it was in the top 10, I probably would have nudged a little bit on that one. <laughs> That's uh, a good point. You're reading <laughs> the tea yeah. leaves. That's good. Somebody's got to do it. I do, I do always imagine myself. Uh, is is the guy who would be like uh, what the, the the receiver the people who are always like when they're whenever they're coming up the rebels are always coming up uh, pretending to be somebody else and I have to be the guy calling in hey w- what are you doing here uh, send me the call sign blah 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 mm. what's that called oh um, I still uh, don't even know what okay, you're describing uh, no, are you talking 
<laughs> no, it's like when your the ship response. comes in and you're like, uh, Blue Leader, you're you're free to land. You've been cleared. You mean oh, that guy? Yeah, yeah, like, the, the, uh, yeah. Like you're always trying to land. Space traffic control, yeah. basically. Yeah, there you go. Because every time Star Wars person is trying to sneak in somewhere, they always got to get the permission. The permission guy. <laughs> sure, the gatekeeper. Sure. The guy who says, yeah. what's your... The the flying into Bespin. What's your clearance code? Okay, yep, you're allowed to land, right. kind of thing. I like now you this is Star Wars Master people. Demos says a good thing. Arms dealer, which I was thinking job of. I didn't. I was trying to think of what his actual job was. He's kind of an arms dealer, right? I he mean, hires he was, a bunch of smugglers. He did, but, but he was mostly. Much that. He's like the mob space mob is what he is. So he's like right. the Godfather style dude in the, you know. On tattooing. Interesting. And the huts, there's a whole there's a whole organization. The huts control all the underground. All this tells me is I have not thought nearly enough about the jobs that people do in Star Wars. Mm. Now, just to kind of um steer you back into port a little bit, the uh you know, you had you had ruled out a bunch of things, or you'd ruled out um based on your first strike, I believe, ruled out (laughs) uh something that still might have a related occupation on the board. Do you remember what your Do you remember what your first guess was that got a strike? Oh my! Oh <laughs> Why don't my. you just give me the answer? <laughs> you just give me the answer, Keverville. Um, oh my! Your first? Oh yeah, because I got really mad about it. I was like, you, you said the slave girl was yeah, the slave first answer, and oh, the slave no. girl. Yeah, not that one. So maybe your second oh, oh, strike. <laughs> oh well, shit. Slave girl was your slave girl was your uh, opening uh, uh, thing strike. I'm talking about the thing that got you. Struck. Right, right, right. Well, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Um, <laughs> I can't remember what didn't, it was. Didn't this also come out? Actually, something that I just saw in, in chat that I remembered is: didn't this this survey came out right about the time Andor was going on, which I haven't oh. seen, but I and know those there were a lot of good jobs in there. Non-force sensitive jobs there. Yeah. Right. I mean, you've got stuff in prisons. You've got Imperial officer. An Imperial officer wouldn't be. Yeah, that wouldn't be too. That wouldn't be too crazy. It just depends on your faction and who you like. Specific, right? All right. Well, whatever you want, Brian. It's up to you, man. Man, I am so lost in the chat rooms. Just saying, like stuff like Witcher. I don't even know what you guys are talking (laughs) about right now. Witcher. I know so many people said Witcher. You know the very common uh, answer to Star Wars questions: The Witcher. Right. The job. So obvious. There's got to be something so obvious here that we're not looking. And number four is a really high pick. It's got to be above bounty yeah. hunter, but below cargo smuggler. My God. Yeah. You people. Uh, right. Uh, gunman. Gunman. Sure. sure. Gunman. All right. <laughs> Holy shit. Just to just to put the final nail in the coffin. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. I, the, what's the what's the guy who has to what 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 are those? Is it the rank? Oh, maybe that's it. Uh, is it the rancor hang, wrangler? The one the guy who's oh, like, no, you killed my the rancor, the rancor guy. I like that job. That's yeah, a that cool guy. job. Yeah. All right. Do that. Show me a ranker keeper. Oh, oh my well, god! Uh, believe it or not, Ranker Keeper did actually make the uh, well number thirty-three. It was it was up there, but not not super yeah. high. Um, no, I was trying to get you to remember when you said Protocol Droid and figured maybe you could oh, figure out droid the technician. Uh, droid technician mechanic, exactly. Oh, droid yeah. tech. designer, exactly. Um, oh. Some people would have basically the same job that they do right now in the Star Wars universe. They would be. Computer techs or programmers. Right. right. Hilarious. Always need hilarious. Those. Uh somebody's gotta clean up the Death Star and, and other places. Uh so we need we need janitors. Oh. 
Space Janitor was right. Yeah. Space Janitor was right. Yep. Yep. Scott, you're gonna kick yourself for not fighting for this one. Oh, the no. biggest, the biggest points. The big answer. points on the board. Man. Number ten. Oh, nerf shit. Herder. A scruffy nerf herder. Should have gone with my instincts. Oh. Damn it! If you looked at Nerf, you know what? No, you, you had it. I just—it sounded so ridiculous. I couldn't imagine it. Well, and I agreed with you at the time. <laughs> I think it does sound ridiculous, but look what they did. That would have put us. Yeah. That would have. That would have definitely won. But Dunaway, yep. you cleaned us up today. Thirty-five. Jeez. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, maybe maybe I, won't, yeah. I won't go through all of them, but like lightsaber maintenance yeah. and tech, engineer, pod racer, um, accountant. Uh, librarian oh. scoundrel. I don't know how you, how you oh, yeah, that the, into a the job. librarian. I forgot about that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, armor, I did say was under number 26. Uh, Grand Moff, I guess, is a job. Um, yeah. Senator, number 34. Teacher, number 36. Just, just you know, take a leave of absence when Anakin comes back for the uh, Padawans. Yeah. Uh, blinking light button pusher. Uh, barista. <laughs> A barista, nice. <laughs> bantha burger vendor, uh, bantha groomer, a lot oh. of bantha things. A oh. Wookiee uh, hair salon uh, stylist, hmm. uh, Coruscant lift driver. We'll end with that one because there's a bunch of other Coruscant. I think lift uh, my first thought when I saw the question is like, if I was in the if I was in the Star Wars universe, that universe is dangerous enough. I'd probably be a corpse. Yeah, you'd be dead. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. would definitely not be a. Corpse. You would definitely wouldn't be an OSHA expert because they don't have those Ooh, in Star Wars. Gosh, no. Yeah. Everything's all left up. Well, Win Magus, you did your best. We all tried to get I know, you there. Win Magus. Sorry, man. Uh, I had a good time. It's, it's all good. It's still I think fun. Also, those games might actually be on PlayStation Plus catalog, which I still have for a few more oh. months. Oh, oh well, then you, yeah, well, then you're you covered your, either way. Your, your lemons have uh, turned into uh, lemonade. Yep. It's also your fault that and I played. Someone else a, gets to drink. It's, it's your fault <laughs> I played a bunch of Guild Wars 2 yesterday. So thanks a lot for that. All right. We'll see you later. Uh, hey Dunaway, you you know I think you 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 did great because you won. You you're the winner. Uh, yeah, well done. Yeah, you don't feel bad. Feel good about what you did. No, it was, it was good. It was a real good thought exercise. That's been one of the most yeah. challenging ones we've had in a while. Yeah. It's been a, yeah. yeah, that was a tough one, and uh, you guys did great for for how difficult a question mad, it was. Yep. Mad respect to Ibit who had to go through all of those answers yeah. and to compile the ones that needed to be put together because yeah. that's all nobody over the wrote place. their answer the same way. So like, no. all right, smuggler. Oh, cargo ship pilot. Yeah, kind of the two, same thing. Oh. Uh, X-Wing pilot, fighter pilot. Okay, you got to combine those. Yeah, it's yeah, a lot of those. For sure. Well, uh, it was super fun. Next uh, Friday, or this coming Friday at 2.30 Mountain Time, you and I will be sitting down talking about Super Mario RPG. Not the one that just got re-released. Mm. Not the remake, Mm-mm. but the old-ass Super Nintendo game <sighs> that started it all. Yes. Uh, made by Square, still considered by many people to be the best thing Square ever designed. Um, I think they're, yes. they're close to being true there. So we'll talk about that. Uh, at length this coming weekend or Friday, I guess at two thirty Mountain Time. So check it out if you haven't. Uh, if you can't watch live, you can always get the podcast after at uh, Play Retro over at Frogpants.com/slash/PlayRetro. Brian, is there anything else that you'd like yes. to say to us before we kick you out? Uh, yeah, it, it stopped hurting. Oh, so good. Stop <laughs> good. I'm so glad. Yeah, quit pulling on your yeah. nut, your left nut. <laughs> yeah, bye now. All right. Uh, well done. We're gonna take a break. When we come back from this break, Tom Merritt will join us. Uh, he yeah. has things to say and stuff to do. Uh, so we're going to do that right after this break. But Brian, we got to play a song, and I think you probably brought one. So let's do sure. that. Sure. Uh, look, if you're a fan of uh, bands like Foo Fighters, Queens of the Stone Age, I mean, come on, who isn't listening to the show? Um, you're going to love this. This is this is a band that easily could uh, open for either of those guys on, on tour. Uh, it's a British punk rock band called The Sleeping Souls. 
uh, put together by Frank Turner. This is their debut full-length album called Just Before the World Starts Burning. This is their new single. It's called Scared of Living. Here are the Sleeping Souls.
Well, it's time to figure out dinner every day for the rest of my life. How much do you think this advanced operating environment is worth? And we're back, everybody. Tell me who that was one more time. Sure, that was Sleeping Souls and their brand new song, Scared of Living, from their upcoming album, Just Before the World Starts Turning. Nice. Don't be scared of living. Be scared of dying. Oh, wow. Don't do that either, though. Deep. Yeah, that is pretty deep. Deep, man. (laughs) This this built-in instinct all humans have to survive. Think about it, everyone. Think about it. Uh, all right, we are pulling Tom Merritt from his uh, his safe place that he lives in in uh, Los Angeles, California. <laughs> here is we have a new thing for him here. We want Tom. We, we want, want Tom. Tom. We, we want, want Tom. Tom. Yay! Yay! We want Tom, and we got him. Tom oh. Merritt is here, as he is every wanted. Yeah, and <laughs> not should, in a poster way. No, you should feel you should feel wanted always here on the show. We're always happy to have Tom Merritt here. Uh, Tom Merritt, of course, the purveyor of all things uh, Daily Tech News Show, and is always scrounging around on Wednesday mornings for some awesome tech news to cover later. I don't know about scrounging. You know, that's not the right word. He's journalistically digging through the day's top there stories. We go. And He's then, journalistically digging through the day's dirt. That's right. <laughs> Find the gems. Yes. And if Very you show up beautiful. for that show later, you will be able to partake in said gems. But you'll get a little peek yeah, at it today. Free. Yeah, all for free. Uh, but you'll get a little bit now. And so, Tom, what are we talking about? What's going on out there? Uh, well, I figured you, y'all might be interested in uh, Apple Rewind, Spotify Replay, uh, oh, Spotify Wrapped yeah. stuff. Did you talk about that yet? We have not. We have no. not. No. Huh? Yeah. Well, how did, how did it all turn out? I always look forward to these. Just- it's, all, it's not even the end of November, and we're already getting them, which feels early. <laughs> Usually they come in the first week of December-ish. Yeah, like- but for the next month, all we're going to listen to is Last Christmas on repeat. So really, what yeah. does it matter? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically, it means Wham! and Mariah Carey have no chance of making your Spotify laugh. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. That's a shame. Uh, yeah, so so Spotify always has the better one. I'm an Apple Music user, but I'm willing to admit uh, Spotify's Wrapped, which which kind of takes all your data of what you listen to of the year and packages up in a in a cool interactive uh, feature. Uh, this year, it will include a description of what town best matches your music interest. Oh my! Wow! I haven't listened to anything on Spotify, so I won't be able to partake. But I would be I very curious. Like, uh, what town would they put me? Is Eileen still? Uh, Sp- I don't remember if she used Spotify or not. She is. She is, okay. and I will let you know whether it's Seoul or not. <laughs> I bet it's Seoul, Korea. <laughs> How can it be not Seoul, yeah. Korea? Yeah, of course it will exactly. Be. Yeah. I mean, it could be Los Angeles, maybe. Yeah, yeah I she's into that Seoul music, as we all are, which yeah. is Indeed, which is great. Seoul yes. music, not Seoul music. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> Uh, but but I do like uh, Apple Apple Replay. Uh, interesting fact about Apple Replay, which I don't know if this is true of Wrapped or not, but you can start your Apple Replay in like February. Oh, it just needs enough listening to have been done so that it can create a baseline, mm. and then you can kind of watch it all year long. Uh, at, at least the list. You don't get the little fancy package with the shareable uh, cards and things like that uh, until they they officially launch it, like they just did. Yeah. Um, but uh, but Spotify's better. It just looks better. It's cooler. It's got more fun stuff. Apparently, the Spotify AI DJ. Have you? I don't know if you have ever used that. I haven't. They've no. got they've got an AI that will 
oh, talk right. to you as if That's it's right. a DJ. Announce your songs and stuff. Yeah, it'll be like, here's yeah. one of your old favorites because it knows yeah. you know your listening history and stuff. Um, apparently, that will start referencing Wrapped once you once you go create your Spotify Wrapped. It, it will say like, here's the one that topped your Spotify Wrapped this year, a song from La Seraphim or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I know they're kind of early or late to the game in terms of the overall music streaming business, but. Uh, YouTube Music does something like this, and I use them now. Yeah, I haven't heard when theirs is coming. I, yeah. I haven't seen that that it's out yet. Yeah, At least I'm not curious. Curious about that one because I think that they roll in your viewing habits as well. So if they do, they do. Yeah. I remember that last year. I actually had enough data for a YouTube version because just because of using YouTube, not because of using YouTube Music. Right, right. Yeah. So that's interesting. I, I um, it is one of the ways Spotify seems to keep its edge in this in this very competitive streaming music market by doing this sort of like creative interfacing with your music you know yeah i like that um i wish the others would do more of that stuff and obviously they do and and of course taylor swift named spotify artist of the year most streamed artist on spotify bad bunny right there behind though not, yeah. not far behind. Not too bad. Wow. I don't think I've listened to a Bad Bunny song since I was forced to during the <laughs> halftime show at the 2019 uh, Super Bowl. Not a not a fan of the Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. No, yeah, What's you know, that? You're not, you don't I like said, him. What do you have against Bad Bunny? Yeah, I feel I feel like he's no. I, it's nothing I have against him. I just haven't sought him out. But uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> yes, no. I feel like he's uh, accurately named. Do you feel like <laughs> no, Do you feel like Taylor Swift is always looking over her shoulder because there's a Bad Bunny right behind her, just creeping up? <laughs> Yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying. That's probably. how that works. Fearful uh, of the you know bad what? Bunny. I, I think they'd be friends. I'll bet. I'll bet she's this thing across all the platforms. Right? It's going to all be Taylor yeah. Swift year this year. That's just the yeah. deal. It's Taylor uh, Swift's world. Actually, We're all just I living think in it. Morgan Wallen was Apple Music's global number one. Morgan Wallen. Oh, really? Who is country that? Star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, more uh, country. Morgan country, Wallen. Yeah, yeah he had that. a Billboard number one streak over the summer. If you missed it. Oh, this guy with the no sleeves when he performs. There he is. I know this guy. <laughs> is that uh, thing? He can finally afford sleeves after the yeah. success. Of for, this. for whatever reason, whenever I see him, he's never wearing sleeves. Um, oh, yeah, there he is. Okay, this is the guy I was thinking. I didn't know he had stuff that popular. Wow. Look at that. Well, well yeah. done, country, I guess. He's not the guy who got in trouble. No, you're thinking of Jason Aldean, I think. Yeah, Aldean. Maybe that's it, the, yeah. Not in the town. I'll let you say what did he get in trouble for? Because maybe it was more. Maybe was, Jason uh, Aldean made more headlines for getting in trouble for things. It was yeah. like uh, tw- uh, social media racist comments right after he was on SNL, or maybe right before. Oh, oh that's maybe different that than I Morgan thought. Wallen that you're talking about there, yeah, yeah. yeah. might have been well, allegedly racist. I don't remember. I sure, sure, sure. Were, yeah. Hey Tom, did you? Are you? Uh, I understand. You, well, I think you are watching it, but you're watching this. This uh, reality show based on the Squid Game thing. You're watching that as well? I am. Squid Game The Challenge. Uh, mm-hmm. And apparently I am very out of step <laughs> with the culture uh, <laughs> because I have seen everyone online saying, and, and even a friend of mine uh, say, I, I just feel like it's it's so inhuman and mean, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and, and all of that. And uh, uh, and uh, um, I, I found it pretty compelling. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. It follows the the game or it follows the game from the series much closer than I expected mm-hmm. uh, and yeah. and tells the story in a surprising way. So you think, oh, I'm getting to know this person. They must last a long time. And then they'll see them immediately uh, eliminated. Yeah. So you're yeah. so you're a fan. You and Brian are both telling you, me uh, to see it. Would so. you agree that poor uh, two ninety nine got uh, got short shrifted just because he was kind of an introvert? Two ninety nine. Uh, um, umbrella man. 
basically relevant yeah no uh, well <laughs> didn't he didn't he like go out on his own like he just he just uh I know he got ill-treated by people, but then he yeah. also just he didn't get eliminated by other players. He no, he, he just, didn't. He, he was he was the cause of his own demise. But yeah, boy, yeah, was yeah. he he was hated. <laughs> Poor guy. Well, and it, it was one of those things where like, hey, get to know this guy. Oh, by yeah. the way, yeah, yeah. Um, there have been a few like that. Four ninety two or four ninety three mm. was the guy. I'm like, oh, this guy's gonna last, and then he he didn't. The uh, the, the really cocky there. guy. Four thirty two. Yeah. Or no. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Low. Yeah. How do you keep track yeah. of these numbers of people though? That seems hard. You, they you know it, it they focus on some people and you get to know them by their number, like three hundred one and three hundred two. Yeah. Mm. In the, the confessional the, interviews, people will refer to them yeah. by their numbers. Yeah. The mom oh. and the son. I love those two. Three hundred one and three hundred two. Uh, That's great. Yeah. Well, now I'm convinced to see it. You guys have convinced me. I have to say this, though. Tom Merritt is partially responsible for why I hardly watch any reality TV, and he probably doesn't even know this, so I'll tell you this real quick. Here's what happened. Years ago, we had a Current Geek interview uh, with somebody Hammond set up for us who was the editor. Yeah, Uh yeah, the editor guy who did Pawn Stars, uh, Storage Wars, a bunch of other stuff. Housewives shows. Housewives, yeah, one of them anyway. Orange County, I think. And um, he basically said to us flat out, None of what you see in any reality competition shows, with maybe the exception. Back then, I don't even think we, when we interviewed him, we even have we didn't have British Bake Off, so we didn't have that to compare anything to. Yeah. But he said it's all BS. It's all made up. The stories are all fake. Everything's planted. A hundred percent across the board. He told us, and he said this in this interview. And I remember that day forward, I was like, I don't know if I can ever watch this stuff again. Yeah. You know? Did he say that for because the the shows you described weren't reality competitions; they were just reality right. shows. Oh, like that's Pond what I meant Stars to say. And, yeah, I mean, yeah. when I think of Pawn Star, or not Pawn Stars, but like um, Storage Wars, I think competition, but it's not even it really. Oh, isn't. it's not even that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think there's uh, there, there's definitely some of that in everything. I think there's there's even some of that in British Bake Off. I found out yesterday that the time calls that Noel and and Allison do this season and Matt did last season, those are all recorded outside of. Um, when the bakers are in the tent. Oh, they're so not they in there say, yelling it? They're not going three, no, two, one. one when they're loud? saying, you're halfway done, bakers, or you've got 15 minutes, bakers, uh, that's all done while the, the bakers aren't even in the tent so yeah. that they're not oh, unfairly distracted, the closer ones to to the front, that sort of thing. Like, it's not even a big deal, but it still annoys me just a little bit when stuff's... Oh, really? See, that doesn't bother me. It's kind of funny now that we watch, because we're still watching the the current season, of course. And now when we see them say that, it's like, they're not even in the tent when they're saying they've got 15 minutes. Yeah. There are definitely a few times in Squid Game, the challenge, which I don't think any of the actual competitions are are faked. I Mm. think, you know, if they're Dalgona split, they're Dalgona split. Yeah. Uh, But I do think there are portions especially in the dorm where a producer might go like hey maybe uh maybe go ask 493 that like you know overhears something and gives him a little nudge and a little prod to like stoke the drama you can kind of see that outline of that happening sure well yeah now you've both you've both convinced me to at least try it i I was i I didn't think i would like it scott i I started it with the idea of like i just want to see how they handle the eliminations and then i'm going to turn it off and we ended up watching all the episodes that have been out to that point wow all right so controversial uh a controversy aside by about people getting cold or getting hurt or whatever sounds like a Right, a good but, watch. But Tom, would you agree Scott should watch the the fictional 
Squid Game series before he watches the reality show. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you haven't watched the original Squid Game, it will increase your enjoyment. Okay. I think you can yeah. watch the challenge without having seen the original and, and have a good time, but it won't hit you the same as it does when you're like, oh, this is exactly like the TV series. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll finally get that thing well, done. The, the other problem is that they learn how to compete in one like they figure out the secret to one yeah. by watching by by something that happens in the uh, <laughs> in the fictional one. Well, oh. and I, I thought it was fun how they did a twist on that because in yeah. the original, yeah. the contestants don't know what's coming, so they right. make a choice without understanding that that is a bad choice because they don't know what the game is. Right. Whereas in, right. in the contest, they know exactly what the game is, so they changed the game a little to say, "Well, you all know that one's a bad choice now because you've seen the TV series." So we're gonna we're gonna switch up uh, how you make your choice. How you? I thought that was really yeah. really well done. Hmm. Very yeah, very well done. All right, there you go. A couple yeah. of thumbs up, everybody, for uh, the th- the thing. Uh, Tom Merritt, later today, we got the uh, Daily Tech News Show, two p.m. Mountain Time. Everyone, be there. Uh, but also, what else is going on in your world? Yeah, I'm uh, right in the middle, uh, as I talk to you, of, of writing up my newsletter um, that, that goes out every day. Uh, Daily Tech News Show is a, is a team effort, and, and rightly so. Uh, you're going to get uh, opinions from all sides uh, of our conversations. So when Scott's on today, you know Scott and Sarah and I will, will all have a collaborative conversation. And my role there is often to say, like, hold on, have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? If you want to know, like, well, okay, great, what does Tom think? The newsletter is the place to go. Uh, if if you want, for example, uh, to know about my opinion uh, about yesterday's story, uh, which which was all about, uh, I'm trying to to remember the story uh, exactly, but uh, scientists at Oxford <laughs> Internet Institute. Uh, put out a, pu- a pu- paper that said there's no evidence that the internet causes uh, harm to mental health. Oh, which kind of counters the narrative we've all been been talking about online. Want to know my opinion about that? I put it in the newsletter. We didn't have real, a lot of time to talk about it in DTNS because of the Amazon reInvent news. So uh, that's a place where you can get me unfiltered. Go check it out at techtom.substack.com. That is awesome. We love you unfiltered. Otherwise, where are we getting our minerals from? Wait, that's like apple cider. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tom Merritt, everybody. Watch him as he goes. Until next time, as uh, uh, right. Skeletor would say. You bunglers, you boobs. Fools. All right, let's get in. Uh, let's get into the the Milky Way of of recommending films and television shows. Uh, that's called that's called recommendals. But I got to add people to this call. Okay, that's the deal. We got Randy, and then we got Nicole. Let's see. She's showing. She's not showing online, but that doesn't mean she's not here. <laughs> okay, it could just be. We're gonna wait a second. We don't that's know right. exactly. So yep. sit back and enjoy. Well, what do you recommend? Ah, yes. The sound and song means it's time for recommendals, TV stuff, movie stuff, things on streaming services. And Nicole has returned. Hello, Nicole. Hey, we missed you. I missed you guys. Yeah, we missed you pretty bad. But you were busy at stuff. Things come up. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. It it was like one thing out. You know how stuff happens. Yes, for sure. And they, and it, (laughs) you know, the whole rains it pours or what is that the phrase? Yeah. (laughs) Right, uh-huh. the way it, works. it does. What it rains, it pours. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been trying to teach uh, Mateo like old sayings. So like, don't. It's like the pot calling the kettle black. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't throw stones if you live in a glass house. And he's like, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, the, the, the you'll come with age. You'll be fine eventually. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. But it's the ones like, where you, it's, where it relies on like glass. yeah. But when you have to rely <laughs> on the current date or things you grew up with that no longer exist for kids, right? Then you're like, like I don't know what to tell you, kid. You got to make up your own, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, new the generation. Little, the, the little save icon is a disc, and nobody knows what it is. Yeah, nobody now. knows. They still put them in new games all the time. And people are like, "What is that?" I mean, they, asso- they associate it with it's like saving game. their game, so they know it's saved, but they don't know yeah. why that's a th- that what why is, is what it, it that is. icon? Like, what about that icon? Is yeah. saved? Huh. Don't, don't well, worry. And everything that is now old is called boomer. Yeah, and I I'm like. I Dude, I'm Gen X. Back yeah. off. I know. I get I get upset when they when people do that. I'm like, I'm Gen X. Quit quit with Sorry. this boomer talk. Boomer talk. <laughs> anyway, uh, old. also also with us today, Randy Jordan. Hello, Randy. Good morning, morning stream. I also missed you very much, Nicole. I Aww. saw I saw your post that you went to uh, get some barbecue. What yesterday or the day before? Uh, day before. Day before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just he like. Like anytime you're in the South or the Midwest or some of the Southwest, I'm just like so jealous because like I live no, in, the, I in the land that barbecue forgot. Yeah. I was in Minnesota. <laughs> you got it in Minnesota. No, what were you doing in Minnesota? Yeah. That's cool. I was at the Mayo Clinic uh, getting some tests done for all the issues I've been having oh, that's since I got right. sick last year. So, yeah, that's right. Um, I forgot they were there that you could even, yeah. and, and that's not that far, I guess. You guys all live next it's to each about, other. It's, it's like a seven hour drive. Yeah. Um, so it's not too bad. But um, yeah, I was in Rochester, Minnesota for a few days and I noticed they had a Dave's. Uh, famous Days Barbecue, and I love Famous Days Barbecue. <laughs> There's like a really amazing one in Peora, Arizona. Mm. It's hands down the best one I've ever been to. Everyone, I mean, it's a chain, so they're a little different depending on the state that you go to. But it was sure. right there, and it was an old one too, and it was really good. So I don't know if we have those. Do I have Famous Days? Maybe you probably you probably yeah, do. We have them here. Yeah. Let's see Utah. Let's just find out real quick. Uh, it says yes. Oh my gosh! Like less than uh, I could walk there. There's one. Yeah. <laughs> you should go. All right, I'll go. They have the best corn biscuits. Yes, corn everyone biscuits. talks about the cornbread. All right, I'm so going. Good. I'm going there for lunch. Maybe not today, but soon. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, it's good to have you both here. We're going to dive into our recommendals for the week, Brian. We start with a clip from you. What are we doing? From what? Yeah, um, this is uh, a new comedy show that is made for people who like this kind of comedy, or comedy movie, I should say, um, and doesn't feature any of the three people you would think of when you hear this name. Oh, all right. Here it is. Treasure. Why is it always so goddamn hard to find? This is the story of the treasure of Foggy Mountain, the priceless golden bust of Marie Antoinette. It was stolen from Versailles by French naval explorer Jean-Pierre Laroche. He fled to America and hid it deep within the mountain. In his final days, he built a map, a key leading to this legendary treasure. It was his dream that the bravest, most feared adventurers in the world would find it and solve its puzzle. That is not what happened. By the way, I'm John Goodman from The Big Lebowski and a ton of other shit. Anywho. (laughs) 
I was going to ask, uh, hey, I think that's John Goodman, but I guess he let the cat out of the bag there at the end. But Definitely John does, Goodman. Yeah. He doesn't want to leave with Frosty Returns. <laughs> no, <laughs> as, as, his, uh, as the movie he was in. I like that. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Uh, all right. So this is, uh, you heard kind of it in the, in the description there. It is the Treasure of Foggy Mountain, or Please Don't Destroy the Treasure of Foggy Mountain. So in the past uh, couple of years, one of the highlights, sometimes the only highlight of that night, that week's episode of Saturday Night Live is is a pre-recorded segment done by these three guys, Martin Hurley, John Higgins, and Ben Marshall, um, who are the Please Don't Destroy guys. Three three writers who um, uh, got hired as a team because they they've always been a team. Like They started out together at New York University writing comedy bits for things like TikTok and YouTube and Twitter. And then in 2021, they got hired by SNL to, um, to produce uh, pre-recorded segments for uh, for the show, oh, wow. which they've done for the last two years. They don't appear in any other segments, but quite often the, the host for that week or the musical guest will appear in their videos. And, they were uh, totally influenced by... Adam Sandberg and uh, Lonely Island. I for sure, and there's even connection there because Martin Hurley, uh, one of the three of them, uh, is the son of Tim Hurley. He is, is Adam Sandler's uh, uh, longtime comedy partner. Oh wow! Uh, Adam Adam, oh, Adam Sandberg? Sandberg or Adam Sandler? Adam Sandler. Oh okay. Okay. Yeah. I said oh Sandberg. yeah, Lonely Island. I'm sorry. Yeah, Sandberg. Right, you were talking about yeah. Lonely Island. <laughs> yeah. Because he kind of came. Those th- that group came into SNL and that's when you had like, um, Oh, what was it? Yeah, the, Dick in a box and like the yeah, lonely, yeah, yeah. You're talking lonely Island stuff. Yeah. That was, it was, uh, Oh God. What was the one where it was like the cupcakes and the licorice and <laughs> the Chronicles remember. of Narnia. Oh. oh, Oh, Oh yes. Right. Past the chronic <laughs> of Narnia. Or, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always yeah, think yeah, of the yeah. most earwormy thing I ever heard, which is I just had sex. That song. Yeah. Yeah. Stays in your head for months on end. <laughs> yeah, I had years. I had years. I'm, of, on a boat. Uh, I'm on a boat in my head. Yeah, yeah I'm on, yeah, a, I'm boat. on a boat. Was on mine. Uh, flippy floppies, all that stuff. They're really, really good at that. Or even the, yeah, you know, what the one with is... the with the guy, the Jack Sparrow one with. Um, yeah. Yeah, with, yeah. Uh, uh, Michael Bolton. Michael Bolton. It's a. Ama- yeah. It's an amazing song. It's so good. Yeah. Anyway. So all of yeah. that, uh, nothing to do with uh, the Please Don't Destroy guys, <laughs> except they were all on SNL together or SNL. Were, I, not you even get together. the feeling that they were totally influenced but definitely by that influenced whole era. One hundred percent, absolutely yeah. had to be influenced by all that Lonely Island stuff and the the Andy Samberg stuff. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so this is if you uh, have been watching SNL and you like you like me, you find those segments to sometimes be the only funny thing in that that <laughs> night's episode. Then this movie is for you. It is a uh, you know a fictional story about the three of them going after the treasure of Foggy Mountain, a bust of Marie Antoinette that you heard uh, uh, John Goodman describe there in the in the intro. Mm. Uh, by the way, we'll be working at the Genius Bar uh, shortly, and I can help you uh, reformat your <laughs> your, uh, your iMac. Mm. Uh, by the way, by the way, internal episode connection. Uh, Please don't destroy sketch with the Bad Bunny episode of Saturday Night Live. It was amazing. They, oh, had, yeah. they had Bad Bunny come in and pitch uh, a Shrek sequel. <laughs> mm. it, was, it, was, it was so freaking good. That was so funny on the fly. And the fact, what they're able to produce in that in that amount of time, too, with that whole thing is uh, is brilliant. So we got them hired. Um, yeah, those are worth seeking out, actually. 
Oh, yeah, Where's the movie streaming? This is I streaming see on Peacock. Okay. It's uh, called Please Don't Destroy the Legend of Foggy Mountain. In addition to John Goodman and, of course, the guys you hear there, you also get um, a weird uh, a cameo by uh, Galen Matarazza <laughs> from uh, Stranger Things. Who is? Oh, okay. I don't know who that is. Uh, Conan O'Brien as the parent, as the dad of one of the... Um, That's where the I saw that clip. Guys. I could not figure out why Conan O'Brien was a dad in something. I, there's a yes. clip floating around on on uh, TikTok or somewhere, and I went, what is this? And I never... That's... That's it. Yeah. Okay. That's it right there. Right. Um, and uh, and even Bowen Yang. So if you like uh, Bowen Yang on SNL, oh, I love like, Bowen uh, Yang. Yeah, you'll like uh, him in this as well. <laughs> this isn't. I'll tell you right now. This isn't for everybody. And even you know, even if you're a fan of Please Don't Destroy, um, about eighty percent of it hits. About eighty percent of it lands really well. About twenty percent of it is like, okay. But the good news is, they kind of treat it like the skits where it's, you know let's do all the funny things related to this tent or let's do all the funny things related to this weird hawk that is part of the movie for some reason, or let's do all the things uh, related to that. Um, So if a joke doesn't hit, you don't have to wait too long for them to move on to something else. That's going to be funnier. And like I said, it's about, about 80% of it for us uh, actually had us laughing and sometimes even out loud. Wow. I'm, I'm glad you recommended it. I would never have watched it because for some reason, since we talked about this on FilmSack, I've been yeah. tracking the differential between audience score and critic score on Rotten mm. Tomatoes. Oh, and, yeah. What, I haven't even looked at what it is on there. It's yeah. one of the highest I've ever seen. Oh, uh, really? It, like, it's, oh, it's, highest differentials, it's you mean? Differential, right. The audience score is 54 points higher. Oh, and the critic score for this for this movie. Yeah. Uh, the only hot, bigger one is Five Nights at Freddy's. It's 57% higher <laughs> audience score than critic score. <laughs> I think both of oh, those are going to be for the same reason, that the people yeah. who are typically going to see it or watching it and reviewing it are the people who want, like who are fans of the material. Five Nights game fans are watching the movie and saying, oh, yeah, it's a great tribute to the game whereas critics are like i don't know what this chuck e cheese bullshit's about but it sucks (laughs) (laughs) it's so funny mateo loved that movie yeah and mark was like i was in pain the whole time i remember (laughs) he was on twitter or threads or something he was talking about he's like oh my god wow (laughs) so it kind of goes along with like the um uh what's the police uh oh gosh no, it was the oh. movie based. They came from the comedy troupe, but it's about troopers, oh. super troopers, super troopers. Oh, super troopers. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Whereas if you oh. didn't like that comedy group's style, you probably yeah. weren't going to be a fan of the movie. Same with Kids in the Hall, Brain Candy, Brain Candy, mm-hmm. Brain Candy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you, yeah, Broken Lizard. Yeah, if you don't like that comedy group's style already, you're probably not going to like the movie Monty mm-hmm. Python great example right, right. There. yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I saw I saw someone say I can't remember where I saw it but I kind of agree that the movie Hot Rod was 15 years too early or too late mm. like for its time everybody at the time yeah. it was like what the hell is this yeah but it would fit yeah. perfectly today my, it would it would do better yeah. today than it did yeah, yeah my sure. kids my girls in particular they they think of that movie as the greatest movie ever made they love Hot Rod oh really yeah <laughs> <laughs> Cool they, beans, the bean, the cool beans. They were scene. they were the right age for it. I think they just yeah. happened to be of age for it, and they that cracked them up every time they saw it. So, yeah. did, did oh, it, anybody ever come up with a name for the Thomas Lennon, Robert Ben Garrett, Carrie Kenny the Slate, uh, like the Slate Group, right? Or are they is that different than the Slate Group? Uh, I don't know. I never the heard, Reno, never heard the Reno nine one one group. Oh yeah, that's yeah, the same but, group. Yeah. 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 
I love that. Yeah, it's kind of the slate because that's the uh, they did the camp movie. Um, oh, oh God, right. What was it called? Um, oh, one, uh, uh, Wet Hot American uh, Summer. Wet yes, American Wet Hot. Summer. It was kind of like that tr- that kind group of, of yeah. Yeah. Oh, but just, they have those guys have a name, the state, right? Yeah, the state. The state. Yes. I'm sorry, not the, the slate. The state. The state. Yeah. That was the MTV MTV <laughs> SNL type show. It was a sketch show. They're an empty yeah. state. Yeah. <laughs> They're a blank state. <laughs> I love those guys. I could watch Reno 911 and on repeat. I love those guys yeah. so much. Uh, well, all right then. This seems like a good one. Peacock, everybody, get that there. Yeah. Uh, let's roll over to Nicole. Nicole, you've been holding on this one for a while, and I've been holding oh off God. seeing it because I wanted to hear what you thought first. So, uh, uh, yeah, I've been holding on to this for about three weeks now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's great. I, I absolutely loved it. Um, it's streaming on Hulu. It's about an actress that we've already talked about. It was kind of funny because I think it was right after we talked about her. I watched this movie, and I'm like, much better. Mm-hmm. A much better role for her. Yeah. Um, I'll let you play the clip. All right, well, here's the clip. And your time starts now. What is the square root of 196? 14. Wrong. 14. Correct. How many hearts does an octopus have? Three. Wrong. Three. Correct. What? What spice is derived from crocus sativus? Saffron. I feel like an answer hog, but uh, saffron. Correct. Carbon dioxide. Very good. Wellington, New Zealand. Correct. Saturn. Our American cousin. The equal sign. Harry Potter. The Hobbit. Correct. Ron, please list for us the gods of Mount Olympus. Aphrodite, Apollo, Ares, Artemis, Athena, Demeter, Dionysus, Hephaestus. Hey. Why haven't you gone on that show? Are you scared that you would win so much money that people would try and kill you for it? You know, that's a thing with lottery winners. <laughs> I recognize Jason Schwartzman's voice in there just because yeah, I just saw him in the Jason Hunger Games Schwartzman. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Schwartzman's in there. I, any uh, other ones you recognize? Yeah, Will Ferrell is the host Will of the Ferrell, uh, yeah, thing. he's the game show host. That cracked me up because, you know, that's just like them saying, what if we took those Jeopardy things yeah, and put him right. in a role that's just like that? I love that. <laughs> Uh, I don't. I'm with you on the whole. I'm I'm with you on the whole Aquafina. She can drive me crazy in some things, and then sometimes I'll. I I love her in things. So which is this this movie yet? No, I haven't seen it yet. I've been waiting for you. Okay. So the name of the movie is called Quiz Lady, and Aquafina is um, the girl that you heard answering the questions of the quiz. So she is wonderful in the movie. I loved her in it. Uh, Her sister Sandra O. Was also in that clip, and she was like, "Why haven't you been on this movie?" So it's actually kind of um, a little bit of a sad story because Aquafina's character is just kind of invisible to everyone. She's incredibly smart, but she really she doesn't really have much of a life. She her life rolls around taking care of her dog, um, <laughs> Mister Linguini, and. <laughs> And and watching this quiz show, she's been watching this quiz show since she was a little girl, like seven or eight. She, you can see they kind of do like a time montage that she had a, a hard family life. Her parents gambled a lot, um, and she kind of retreated in, you know, within. So because her environment and her home life was not very good, and her older sister. You get the impression her older sister, played by Sandra Oh, is a total mess. She's always borrowing money from her. Um, and so the scenario sets up around um, their mother uh, leaving. Uh, and it kind of 
brings the sisters together and another thing happens and a bunch of hijinks happens. And the ending of the, the movie is probably the best part of the movie. I won't tell you the, the surprise cameo, but it's absolutely wonderful. And it made me enjoy the movie even more. Oh, cool. Um, I, I loved it. It's so great. So, it's such a fun movie. Because her character is more invisible and more demure and that sort of thing. Do we get the, we get the subdued Aquafina for a lot of this? A little bit of it. There is a really funny scene where she takes some mushrooms <laughs> to, <laughs> to try to calm her anxiety. Okay. Um, because she's very, she doesn't like to be looked at. She doesn't like to be okay. perceived. And it's, it's weird because just recently I kind of, I mean, with all of my recent anxieties and issues and stuff, I've, I've, I've looked into this a little bit more and it's, it's a thing where people, they don't like to be perceived. So hmm. even if, so like, I'll give you an example. I went to famous Dave's to have barbecue and the waitress sat me. It was weird because there was, there weren't many people in the restaurant, but she sat me in a seat where a guy was on the other side looking right at me. Hmm. And it made me oh, so, it made yeah. me so uncomfortable because I'm like, I don't want you looking at me while I'm eating. Oh, that was the, the same and, thing would happen to me. I, you know, yeah, regardless, but, it, like, oh, it, I don't want this. But there are people like her. She doesn't, she gets mm. really uncomfortable and that's why she doesn't go on this game show, but she's incredibly smart, but she is afraid of the world, afraid of her environment. And it's, the people and things in her life that kind of push her out of her comfort zone. Mm. And that's the, the journey of the story. So gotcha. uh, Sandra O oh actually is an executive producer. So mm. I was watching an interview about her talking about um, the characters and kind of what motivates them. And uh, yeah, just, I really enjoyed, it's called quiz lady. So and who, she becomes, who's, who's, she becomes Paul, quiz lady. who's Paul Rubens play? Cause it looks like one of his last roles here. What does he do? Stop it. What? He's in there. I'm, I'm going to guess said, that she that said something like you, a couple so. minutes ago. Oh, did I miss it? <laughs> it uh, okay. Oh, I missed it. Red on air, Rubens. Uh, what <laughs> well, is he? she said was there's a surprise cameo by somebody. She oh, well, it's just in the IMDb. It it's in the IMDb thing. It's not like it's hidden or anything. <laughs> when you look at the cast, it doesn't show him at the top. They, they put him at the bottom for a reason. Well, he's only four. He's only four down. He's right in the middle. <laughs> he's not. He's not at the bottom. I'm just. I'm looking at the Google cast. <laughs> All right. How about how about Tony Hale? Is he safe to talk about? Oh, Scott! Dang yeah. it. Oh, how many of these are you going to spoil? <laughs> he plays. So part of there's a road trip that Sandra O oh takes Aquafina on, and then they're going to Pennsylvania. And he, uh, Tony Hale plays the innkeeper at a Benjamin Franklin hotel. Yeah. And it's very. He's supposed to be like in character. And there's a, a funny exchange that happens between uh, his character and Sandra O's character. And it's, it's, it's not a main part of the story, but it's a very funny part of the story. Well, <laughs> I like him a lot. I actually just watched uh, Holland Taylor. Uh, she's very prominent in the last, the most recent season of the morning mm -hmm. show, which I'm really enjoying. And it just blows, I mean, blows my mind. It's a romance for the ages. I guess that might be a funny way of saying it, but that she and uh, Sarah Paulson yes. uh, yeah. are a couple and have been for a really long time. A really long time. Holland Taylor plays Aquafina's neighbor, who, okay. and she's a very grumpy neighbor. Okay. 
All right. So, yeah. I like grumpy neighbors. I, I highly like, I like, recommend it. I like her as that kind of character. I liked her as the <laughs> boss in Bosom Buddies too. So I like I like me some Holland Taylor. She's great. Yeah. She seems to yeah. live forever too. She's never going to die. I yeah. Like uh, all right. So there you go. Well Hulu. done. Go check it out. Hulu is where you will find Quiz Lady. Randy, you're up next. What do you got here? We're we're not going to have to spend much time on this one. It's one of the best movies of 2023. Huge splash at the box office. It's now on streaming. If you've seen it, you need to watch it again. If you haven't seen it, of course, you've got to hurry up and, and watch this movie. It's really one of the best ever. I agree with you. Here it is. I'm sorry, who exactly are you supposed to be? It's classified. You're the Blue Panther? No. The Caped Blue Seder? No, I'm... Dark Garfield? No, stop. Macho Libre? I'm from another dimension. You are? Wow. Actually, I'm not confused. My name is Miguel O'Hare. I lead an elite strike force dedicated to the security of the multiverse. Actually, forget it. Can you go to any dimension you want with that watch? It's thing? much cooler than a watch. Okay. Sensitive. I love this movie. <laughs> it's such a great It's movie. my favorite theater movie I've seen in years. It's so good. And and it has led to such interesting discussions. I have just really enjoyed unpacking this movie with coworkers and family. And it's just it's so much more than the sum of its parts. And this is Spider-Man Spider across the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Yeah. And it is just uh, like it is the sequel to make the point that sequels are often better than the first somehow. I don't know how. Yeah. It's did you go you know, into this movie knowing that it was going to be a to be continued? Cause we didn't. And no. the kids were like devastated. <laughs> no. <laughs> although, so hard. although it ends, it ends fine. Like this yeah. is not, oh, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. not an, an ending that, that makes you go like throw your popcorn. This is a, this is an ending that does wrap up the, story that you've been told in this movie yeah it's it's a little like frodo and sam staring off toward mordor at the end of fellowship yeah, yeah. where you're like oh shit yeah. there's more to this i gotta wait a year i don't want to do that or however long it's supposed to be between these but yeah this, wow. movie's this was so the good. first movie that ava actually sat through and it was a long movie and I, she was just captivated by it yeah it's easy to see why i mean i, I can't mm -hmm. imagine if i was a kid and these movies existed, I would lose my mind. Like, you know, we had Star Wars growing up and we had, you know, yeah. all that kind of stuff. We had, a, we had a great run of amazing things that defined our young people time. But if you're a kid now and you see these two Spider-Verse movies, what level of Cloud Nine are you even oh, on? Oh, God. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, my gosh, dude. Well, and time? then you have the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle that ha kind of has the same feel for art style. Yeah, that thing's that, awesome too. Well, I've only seen yeah. a, a chunk of it, but I need to finish it. My, I'm told that the the little one, Van, wants me to sit and watch that whole thing with him, which I am very happy to do. But he wants to do like a whole afternoon where it's that, Mario, and then about 10 episodes of Bluey. That's how we do things. Right? <laughs> nice. Nice. Yes. What, what blows my mind about Across the Spider-Verse is that um, Into the Spider-Verse was a hero's journey, mm. and it was a real, real straightforward one too. It wasn't... It, it, it like it innovated on everything that you saw and heard a lot more than it innovated on how you tell a story like that. Uh, it, it really stuck to hero's journey. There were very few things going on around miles Morales becoming, you know, Spider-Man and so on across the spider verse is like, it's this whole other thing. 
Yeah. Like, you know, like the, the who, like I have, I've been asking the question, who's the hero of this movie and who's the villain. And it's really interesting to try to unpack again. We're not going to spoil it at all. For those of you who haven't watched it, please watch it. And, and we'll, uh, we'll pick up that discussion some other time, but like, it is just really interesting. It introduces some characters that are, uh, not so much gray area as just questionably, different than any kind of uh, comic narrative that you're used to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Also, we're getting some double dip in here, some MCU double dip in Oscar Isaac. It's not really MCU, I guess. It's still sort of its own thing, but mm-hmm. Oscar Isaac in there uh, as 99. Haley Steinfeld in there again uh, doing her thing. She's great as as Gwen. Uh, here here we have Jason Schwartzman once yep. again in a thing mm-hmm. we're talking about. Coming up. <laughs> no kidding. Wow. That guy's in everything. And uh, not on Disney Plus because of the thing, right? It's Netflix. Right. This is Netflix, Netflix. for some yeah. reason. Yeah. And that's yeah. and it's and it's like uh, I felt like it looks really, really good. Um I, I realized that you can make uh, animated films look you can transfer them like better than than film films, but like I just I was blown away by how good this movie looks on Netflix. Yeah, like, it's a really, really <clears throat> tight version of it. Um but we saw it playing briefly on my OLED TV. Now you're making me want to just go watch it. I'm in the mood now. Well, you show. should watch it again. Uh, like I say, there is so much in in depth in this movie for you to kind of realize and discover. Like the movie shows you a bunch of action, you know, mm-hmm. but the story underneath it, if you, if you give yourself a moment to think about, it's very complicated, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's it's awesome. If you haven't seen it, you're crazy. Watch it. If you have seen it, watch it again. All right. Like I, I just like I just asked a question yesterday. Like, what was the how how would you characterize the relationship between Miguel O'Hara and Gwen Stacy, which uh, you hear the very beginning of in the clip I played? Yeah. And it's like, uh, wow. Hmm. I don't even know. Like, there's that's a very interesting thing that you don't often get in you know comic books. And my kid was saying that he. Uh, he couldn't imagine a comic book here like it that the movie is so, you know, again, it has so much depth yeah. that he he really couldn't even see it. I'm like, yeah, because with a movie, you get to hear the characters. You don't just see what they're saying. You hear them, you hear their tone, you hear their, you know, their happiness or their anguish or what have you. Right. And man, it's just so, oh, it's so interesting. Yeah. I, I'm amazed. I'm amazed by this. Like, I, I don't even know, like I I'm looking forward to beyond the spider verse, like, cause I want to, I want to see how they wrap this all up, but I, I don't need it. This movie is great all on its own. Yeah. Those, uh, that Lord and what's the other guy's name. Anyway, those guys don't know how to write bad, bad yeah. animated films. They don't know how to do When's it. When's the third one supposed to be coming out next year, right? Or no, 2025. I don't know. Yeah, two Something years. Like I, I, I don't know if because of the delay, the the strikes, if it pushed those oh, things out. Cause, yeah, because we so the kids when it ended were like, and so they they were like, three, and it was relatively. I found an article that was supposed to be like an eight month t- turnaround, like a really fast turnaround. But you're right about the strike. Yeah, it's I think that delayed, delayed everything quite a bit. Maybe it's yeah. next year though. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe we just. Maybe they haven't said. I don't know. I don't I think they've seen said. it. Any like the things that listed zero MCU films and Deadpool and <laughs> the the uh, Venom and uh, or not Venom, the Madam Web and Craven movies. Nothing listed uh, beyond the Spider Verse. All, so. all of the yeah. principal production of Beyond the Spider Verse is done and was done before the strike. Mm. Um, yeah. but you know, these movies, they take forever in post, right? They yeah. like, yeah, they go through a dozen studios and, and get all, you know, uh, edited together and punched yeah. up. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, it'll be great, I hope. Uh, if they nail it, it's one of the great trilogies of all time. It's mm-hmm. so good. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad you all brought them forward. I'm going to talk about something old today, uh, and mine is really old. But I'll, but I'll play this, and then we'll talk about it. Welcome to voice print identification. When you see the red light go on, would you please state in the following order? Your destination, your nationality, and your full name. Surname first, Christian name, and initial. Moon, American, Floyd, Haywood R. Thank you. You are cleared through voice print identification. I guess. All right. I use that clip because <laughs> this movie has very little dialogue in it. Um, and yeah. if you've never seen it, you do yourself a favor right now and watch the version that's on Amazon Prime uh, called A 2001 A Space Odyssey. And you might say, Scott, that's a famous film. Of course, we've seen it. I'm not sure I've I ever seen it. The recommendators haven't seen it. Oh, my gosh. You should yeah. see it. It's really worth seeing at least once. Um, it is very long, very slow, and very beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> It is one of the most. It's one of the most. I know, right? It's one of. It needs to be though for what kind of movie it is. But there is such an amazing transfer over there on Prime Video. I don't know what happened. There must have been a recent restoration or something. And this is a 4K presentation of that. I've never seen it look so good. Looks insanely good right now. So whatever your for whatever reasons, if you never watched it or didn't see it or whatever, this thing looks like it was filmed yesterday. In terms of like the quality of the transfer, it's beautiful. Um, speaking of really beautiful transfers, like Randy was talking about, it is really something. I did not expect that. What I went in to watch it was just like, well, I haven't seen this in a while. Let's just have this. Let's watch this. And um, I've been thinking about Kubrick and his whole career and like the highs and lows and all that. And man, this thing is a trip. And I'll tell you what, the special, so it was 1968. This is old as shit. Right. Yeah, the special, yeah, and the special effects of that time were nowhere near what we would soon get with Star Wars and other stuff a decade later. Mm-hmm. This thing somehow holds up. I don't know how mm-hmm. they did it, but all the space station stuff, all the ship stuff, the planet stuff, and even the trippy, you know, fly into the void and see all the weirdness before he comes out into that bedroom thing um, toward the climax of the film. All of that looks so good, even today. And it holds the hell up, man. Now, I'm, I will say, if you're a person who gets sleepy watching some slow, rotating docking sequences, yeah. like that's the, the kaleidoscope p- is what does it for me. I need coffee before I can watch that segment. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot, right? There's a lot. Yeah. Uh, a lot. And, and if, you're, if you're put off by that stuff, maybe this isn't for you. Like as a kid, I, would, I hated this movie as a kid. I hated it because it was so boring for a kid. But as a you know as i got older and watched it in my teens and then later in my 20s and now now i just i appreciate it more and more every time i see it there's a lot of prediction stuff in there that they got right there's some stuff they got horribly wrong but it doesn't matter it, it feels visionary it feels important um you know the stuff with hal feels ripped from today's headlines in a lot of ways <laughs> very much so yeah that's that's sadly prescient yeah a uh, quick quick note uh it's on amazon prime for the next 35 hours oh so shit oh. you've got a little over a day uh to watch it almost a day and a half to watch it so i don't think that's gonna happen probably not gonna Aww. happen probably not gonna happen i mean it's how long uh, i'm being realistic here it's probably not gonna happen. it's two and a half hours long i i think that's just right but a lot of people are gonna think it's a little over long it'll, it'll end up somewhere else shortly so if you don't get to it in the next day you can watch it somewhere else but yeah. just uh just a heads up if you are 
if you're excited to watch this and you haven't seen it and you're you're planning on doing it, uh, jump yeah. over to get in uh, there quick because now's the time. I think it's an all time great, and I am blown away by how well it holds up and how beautiful it is. And I'm not Maybe. a guy that likes to go back to the '60s era of film and go, "Ooh, look at the Ooh. '60s. They're beautiful." You know, there's there's well, examples, but this thing is something. There's man. a great kind of parallel, not parallel, but like a um, a through line with your recent rewatch of Interstellar. I feel like like there is a cut from the same chord oh cut very, from the same cloth very much yeah this one. yeah in yeah. fact i remember at the time of interstellar i loved it of course and a lot of us did but there were people that complained about it saying oh it's a lot of slow ship stuff and this and that and i'm like yeah that's the, that's the that's the yeah. beauty of this thing get in there space is empty man yeah. Have some emptiness in your movie. And yeah. even the stuff. Remember that movie I recommended a while back? I think it was called Life. Hmm. That reminded yeah, with, me. Um, yeah. It was. Ryan it Reynolds was made or somebody by, in that one? No, no, right? no. It wasn't Ryan Reynolds. It was an actor I've Jake never heard. Jake Gyllenhaal? No. It's no, fa- no famous actors were in it. Oh, okay. Then, um, okay, then it wasn't Life. Let's see. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, Life had Gyllenhaal. I mean, it's, it was made by a band, and oh. there's. Uh, it's about a guy that gets uh, he's he's in space, not all the way in space. He's kind of in he's in that atmosphere where you still have gravity, I guess. I don't know because yeah. gra- he has gravity in the ship. Yeah. But like hum- like everything ends life on Earth and he's stuck up in this in this space station by himself. And yeah. so it's him in space going slowly insane. <laughs> It's not, but it was, it, it's it was not made moon, by a ba- uh, right? It's not moon. You're not thinking of moon. No, not moon. That's it's like, moon. I'm, I'm, I thought it was life and it was really hard to find. It was on Amazon prime. Uh, and I can't remember the band. It came from a song that this band oh, created D-Vol says angels and airwaves made the movie. It's called love. Yes. Love. I knew it began with <laughs> that would be hard. That would be hard to find. Uh, it's hard to yes. find love on the internet. Find that movie. Let's see. But it was very. It, it's. It was very boring, but very. I watched the whole thing. Um, hmm. It was. I mean, I recommended it a long time. It's been a long time. We were still in Colorado when I recommended it. Yeah, I'm having a memory of this. There are so many movies called Love. I can't actually freaking yeah. find it. It's hard to find it. Oh, there it is. It's the one with got a little astronaut on it. That one is currently on Amazon Prime as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, well, it came the, out in 2011. Uh, I'm in the mood for this shit right now, so maybe I'll watch. There it. you go, watch it. Yeah, I've been it's, I've been it's listening. The same to, vibes as uh, as, the as 2001. Okay. Yeah. I kind of want to revisit 20, 2001 or what was it? 2010. The year we made contact. Is that the one? Yeah. I kind of want to revisit that just to see if the tonal shift. I know we saw it for film sec, but that was like. Mm-hmm. The second that was episode. like the third or fourth episode. Yeah. It feels like a film very side. early, yeah. but I kind of want to go back and just see what kind of tone shift it makes. <laughs> but anyway, that thing, is, uh, that, that thing <laughs> is that that thing is on uh, Prime. It is great. It is uh, old but holds up. I think if you have never seen it, you owe yourself to do, at least check you, it out. I, the question I always want to ask is: Do you think it's Kubrick's best film? Um, uh, ooh. When I when I first moved to Austin, I joined mm. a little film uh, club. And watched all the Kubrick movies, right? And yeah. then had the discussion. And everybody thought 2001 was his best film. And I, oh, really? I really, That's... really thought it was Full Metal Jacket. Uh, and, I'd put The Shining above both of those. Yeah, for me, yeah, me too. Same. Yeah, I, that's a hard one, man. I think I'd put, um, oh my gosh, probably would also put The Shining above that. 
But I, yeah, that's a that's a fight at the top. I think Space it Odyssey is, is yeah. pretty close to being his best. Really? Wow. Yeah, okay. I like it a lot. A Spartacus is pretty good. That's really old. I have need to find a group set. like that, Randy. I, I like the idea of a little like, a film snob group. Uh, it's yeah, it's something. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> I feel like it's something you could do in your twenties. Well, I guess we kind of do it right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind of what we do here. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure, sure, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Nobody, nobody's saying uh, eyes wide shut. Okay, fine, sure. Yeah, that was yeah. A weird movie. So actually, I put a Clockwork that. Orange up there too, near the near the. Oh, top. that is a good one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that one's good. Barry Lyndon's pretty good. He's got a lot of great I movies. Seen Barry Lyndon. What's the one yeah. with the uh, um the the Cold War one? Um, Doctor Strangelove. Yeah, that's how him, I right? learned to not fear the bomb or what it was called. Yeah, I think that's him. That's the first time I'm. Oh, there it is. Yeah, how I st- how I learned to stop worrying and love the bomb. That's Came it. out in '64. That was his movie before Space Odyssey. But that that thing left a mark on me, man. That thing. I don't know. He's he's a genius. Whatever. All right, I'm Scott and I have made a deal. Scott's going to go watch Spider Verse. I'm going to watch 2001. All right, good. We made a deal. <laughs> and I'm going to watch Quiz Lady with Kim when she gets home from Florida. Then, then he's going to watch Squid Game. Good. Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> and then Squid Game. Sure. And then maybe this comedy Brian found. We'll, we'll have to see. Uh, it's always great having you guys on. Of course, quicktms.li is the place to go get our recommendations for today and in the past. So uh, you won't miss out on what we talked about. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Nicole, have a fantastic week, the both of you. And Nicole, it's good to have you back. I'm glad you're doing Yay. good. We'll see you. All right. There they go. There they watch them as they go. Watch them as they go. Interesting, like the Rotten Tomatoes, uh, they've got all of the Kubricks sorted. Are they sorted? I can actually click them and sort them. No, I can't. Mm. Um, Dr. Strangelove, the highest on Rotten Tomatoes, 98%, mm. followed by uh, The Killing from 1956. Paths of Glory from uh, 1957. Spartacus. Um, I always forget Spartacus is his. I do too. Lowest lowest on the list is a tie between Fear and Desire and Eyes Wide Shut. Mm. Those are even, those are 75%. So those are still pretty high in, in relation. But Shining at 84%, uh, 2001 at 92%. Mm, that sounds about, about what I figured. I, I mean, I, I would not turn down somebody if they said, hey, we're going to have a Saturday uh, Film Fest, all Kubrick movies that we're going to do 2001. We're going to do maybe Full Metal Jacket and we're going to do The Shining. And full metal jacket, I I love until the halfway mark. Yeah, I don't like yeah. this. I don't like the Vietnam part. It's rough. It's, it's rough. And I mean, it just, it's, it's I powerful. I mean, the whole Matthew Modine. I mean, his his character path is incredible. Yeah, it's a really He's good a smarmy movie. guy. And, Man, yeah. I love that first half so much. It's so good. Yeah. Well, anyway. Uh, that's, 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 sorry, what were you going to say? Stephanie's just going nuts in the chat room with love, angels and airwaves. Love, angels. It would, I think she's she might be on a little bit of a delay because uh, we've covered that about uh, 10 minutes ago. Oh, yeah. She got here late. She's busy avoiding all the app talk and she missed that's out. That's right. Exactly. Uh, well, well done, everybody. We've done it. We've finished this here episode. I would like to remind you that if you like what you heard and enjoyed yourself, maybe you'd like to help us out on our Patreon at patreon.com slash TMS. All the details are there. We're about to roll over into a new month, and there's no reason not to sign up now. So check it out, and big thanks to everybody who already does. That's patreon.com slash TMS. Brian will now give us a song, Brian. Yeah, uh, Brian Kickbush, uh, who a uh, longtime listener of the show, said on 
October 30th, 2023, you badmouth Mastodon as one of those screaming bands. And I just heard this version of their, uh, their version of the Led Zeppelin classic. No other reason for this request. I haven't requested a song since 2011 when you played the D and D song by Stephen Lynch. Mm. So this is, this is basically him calling me out for lumping Mastodon as one of those uh, screamo bands. And you weren't, you, know what? you weren't You're, ripping on the, the social network Mastodon. It was the band you were talking about, right? <laughs> the band. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Okay. The, the social network is fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, there's a little screaming on there as well, but not nearly as much as, as X. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I stand corrected, Brian. You're right. I, I gave a short shrift to Mastodon. From the uh, single they released in 2019, here is their, get tuck in, folks, eight-minute cover of Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> oh, my Lord. All right. Here it comes. Thank you all for listening. It has been fantastic having you here. Please tune in tomorrow for a brand new Thursday edition of the show and a bunch of other shit in between. Okay? All right. <laughs> we'll see you then.
to Get more at frogpants.com. Be here as your favorite comic strip comes to life. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.